<laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> I was um, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Shout out to uh, DJ J Rob. He was the dopest white boy on the radio. Amazing. But he was always on, like, the record rep calls. And so John Legend had just, like, he was get, we were, like, getting familiar with his name. And so um, just, you know, just a really, really nice guy. And I didn't know at the time that he had, like, a little, little crush on me, just a little bit. Who? Um, the DJ that worked at the, the radio station. Yes. Okay. Who is such an oh, amazing person. Um, no, we never dated. But it ain't got nothing to do with me. No, I'm just because I feel like you know it was nah, like yo, you, it was I didn't want to imply. Even if it was expunged off your record, if it's more than ten years, <laughs> maybe five to be honest. No, with. It was, yeah, this I've been in radio a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he says I have something for you, and I'm like, oh, okay. And he has a drop of John Legend, like, hey Nori, I love listening to your show on Power ninety four, and it was so big for me. Oh my gosh, that was one of the first celebrity drops that I had from John Legend. And um, yeah, that was really, he got me John Legend, he got me Chris Brown. Mm. He got me like quite a few drops from my radio show that I still have to this day. You gonna use them? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, you only, to me, you only use them when you have like a signature show. Yeah. That's when I like to like bring all of my. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull out all my awesome. all my shit. So yeah. Respect that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So when I hear like different songs from different eras of my life, they bring and evoke um some really dope memories. But this this album, oh my gosh. No, I get lifted was crazy. Yeah. I just graduated uh I just graduated military school when that came out. I was You went to military school? Uh, we call it. We call it that. Was I was in JRT. Oh, it's not the same. Nah, it's not. It was for badass kids. You were bad. Yeah. I don't get that vibe. You wouldn't at thirty-seven. I hope I wouldn't still have the same. Yeah, you right. <laughs> <laughs> if I was the same, <laughs> yeah, I hope I would. If I could pick up on that at thirty-seven, I would be like, bruh. Like Let me holler. Let me holler. Not learn. A lesson in you, life. You you still going through the same yeah. stuff? But, okay. Uh, Nah, uh, yeah, when I graduated, this was like, I think When I Used to Love You was out. Ooh. So, yeah. With, okay. With uh, John Legend, When I Used to Love You mm-hmm. was out. That and was I know, a I know that was one of the joints we was rocking in, in the program. It was like. Yeah. But what's crazy was I can remember, like, I was the only one that really, like, vibe with it more than everybody else. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Tell your story, God. Tell your story, God. <laughs> let, me put on, let me put on some martini music. <laughs> what you mean? That's what you so mean? nice. What you mean, God? Tell your story, yo. Tell your story. All right, so here we go. A, let me put on some martini music. This so good. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Wow, he pours this up. Thank you. This is special because y'all are bourbon drinkers, and this is not bourbon. Cucumber, cucumber mint lemon drop martini. To God. Okay. <laughs> this is like, this is my drink of choice. If you know me, you know. This is one of those. If you know, you know. So this is this is really thoughtful. This is really nice. Oh, <laughs> okay. it's a special guy, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you something. Jeremy fucking Givens, man. This is good as shit. Yeah, I bet it is. This nigga, man. <laughs> 
really good. <laughs> okay. Bro, right, Chris. This nigga here, bro. This is Jeremy, so Jeremy's the guy, right? Jeremy's the guy you don't double date with, right? Let me just say this. Wait, 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 wait. Je no, wait. I'm, I'm just saying, no, no. Not even, not even, not because not you here, but I'm just saying he's like the nigga you don't take on it. Like, yo, man, hey, you want to double date tonight? Let's go bowling. Jeremy's the guy like, hey, well, listen, since we're going bowling, I actually reserved a private alley for us. <laughs> In fucking Florida, so the plane leaves tonight. Like what, hey, bro? All we said was going bowling. We never said, yeah. So it's like, damn. And then your day looking at you like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Now we booked this together, boo. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I mean, listen. See, I put this nigga to the like, bro. Why you ain't telling me you was booking the flight to Florida so we can go bowling? Like, oh, well, don't worry about it, man. It's on me. Like, nah, nigga. It's not just on you. What do you mean, bro? What are you doing here? What are we doing? Yo. Jamie's that type. And now your girl looking at you the whole time like, wow. Wow. <laughs> All night. <laughs> the best I got was Ocean City. Like, this nigga's taking you know, his. I've never been to Ocean City. Me either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo. I've, I've never been. I've heard about it. People talk about it, but I've never been to I've Ocean been City. Either. At this point, I don't even give a damn. Mm. Yeah. Jay's that type, but he's a good man. Yo. I'm proud of him. <laughs> Can't be nice. mad at the brother. No, no. Okay, what else you got for me? Cause I'm, I'm vibing with the music. I don't the, know. Hold on, let me see. You know what I'm saying? I see. What, oh, oh. Okay. Hello, hello. Oh, they was talking about you not missing much. Damn, I read that all wrong. So when we fall, any wall, any star, any crawl, any pause, any scar, any tar, any dog, will dissolve, kill them all, build a bear, build them all, build a bear. I'm swallowing in the mic. I would hire you. p.m. to 2 p.m. You can find me at WPGC 95.5. Where the bourbon is live. It's, it's the fake guns for me. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, who we got in the building tonight? Let me double check. Let me make sure I got everybody. Uh, it's looking like it says Tavante. <laughs> Tavante. <laughs> Tavante, what up, bro? Good to see you, man. Out there with the Mon Flair. Appreciate you, man. Always good checking in. Good to see you, brother. Can't wait to have you back. Chris Kane in the building. Love you, Chris. 
Mary T. Blige in the building. Who else we got in here? I see H Town in the building. Natalie, what up? Forever Her 21. You know who that is? All right, that's what's up. Forever Her 21. What up, though? Uh, Beyond Flawed 90. Thanks for checking in. Hope, Hope in the building. DJ Ghost DC. What up, boy? Blackstone Brandy in the building. I see you. More light. Western Chick 03. I see y'all. Linda's in the building. Appreciate y'all, man. Love y'all. Dr. Tara Davidson back in the building. Oh my gosh, that episode last week, though. Listen, I was so locked in. Um, So many beautiful gems, but it was the stream of consciousness for me. It was the constant flow. It was poetic. I was like, is this poetry? But nah, like she was in a cadence. It was beautiful. Like I like to hear, first of all, I'm down for any woman, but especially a black woman. Who is just that knowledge is just rolling off of her tongue. It was just it was very, very powerful and it was very encouraging to watch. But you know what I loved? Y'all were sitting there and just kind of absorbing and taking in everything that she was saying. And at one point I was like, Carla, you crying? I was uh I felt like you got a little emotional. I did. Let's call it emotional. Cause niggas don't cry. Oh. We don't cry <laughs> over here at WPGC We don't cry. Yo, every time I'm going to laugh hard every time because it's almost like, wait, did he he did? Okay, he nah, really nah, did I that. definitely got emotional because it was. It's not often that. It's not often that. Not so much a black woman, but a. It's it's not often that black women speak to you mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. right? We know that black women are you know who they are to us as black men, but mm-hmm. it was just it's not as often do that we hear. A black woman speak with such power and mm-hmm. and, and warmth, mm-hmm. you know. And that was it was like really, and she was hitting on a lot of shit that like on the inside, you know. Mm-hmm. We carried a, we carried that around, and um, yeah, she she hit a she hit a heartstring. And I was like, it was right. it was you know, how she spoke about black men, and I I it just resonated because I I think it's so important to speak to the king in you, mm-hmm. like. If anything else, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. life is happening all around us. But like to speak to the king in a man, yeah, I yeah. felt like she she really did that. And I was I love to see it. I love to see how you all reacted to what she was saying. Um, I was very I was really proud. I was like, yeah. yes, sis, yes. Madam Tucson in the building. Yeah, uh, Brittany Harris. What up, though? Now, nah, yeah, she definitely uh, she definitely knows how to bring the best out in you as mm-hmm. far as like when it's time for you to be vulnerable and transparent she definitely hit on all of that y'all had good questions though yeah like when 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 there was cause for a question or calls for a pause like there it was it was relevant and it was it just made so much sense so like Chappelle, like Chappelle, yeah. What up? yeah i liked it i uh, was yeah. like shout out to shout out to tara Doc- hey girl hey Doctor. hey Davison. girl yeah black women oh my god we are Top tier. Definitely mm-hmm. top tier. Every premium. Premium mm-hmm. package. Mm-hmm. I pay for that. <laughs> I don't know if that came out right, but you know it you know is I mean? perce- you know, it's to it's, have a black woman you gotta pay premium. It's a premium subscription. It's to, a premium experience. Yeah, so you gotta pay yeah. for that. Yeah. Don't pay yeah. with it with your heart or your mind or your spirit, but you're gonna pay for it. Mm. Pay with it. Pay it. It's worth it. it. Okay. 
What, yo? I didn't say nothing. I was looking to see <laughs> if you need my help. That's all. Thanks, brother. We've been vibing. It's been a vibe. How is the cocktail? It is amazing. You can say it's trash if you. Nope, 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 nope. I'm, you know, I will. I'm, I'm trying to savor it. Okay. And not just like gulp it down. It's that good. There's more of it upstairs. Oh, there's more. All right. Okay. I like that. What are that? Can I just speak on the fact that both of y'all got your thighs out a little bit? Oh, my fault. (laughs) What's happening? What's what you mean? Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> like wait? No, so it's just a little um little sun out and you got your thighs out. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't 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 objectify Not, us. Wait, though. is your is your elbow hoing, ho- holding yeah. <laughs> She said hoeing. Wow, she, don't so objectify she's insinuating us. that So when I come back now is your, I get we getting objectified. No. That's, that's what you think of me. That's objectified. Crazy. <laughs> That's this is the thing, Doctor Davis. You see this? There is a Dr. time. Davison, you see whoa, this? Whoa, there is a time and place for everything. So sometimes a little objectivity is warranted. And y'all look good in these shorts. Thank Amen. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said what I said. Get a hold of this guy. I said what I said. <laughs> right. I said what I said. Somebody works in radio. I I like to talk. Uh-uh. I do. Ready to get it started? I know y'all. Uh, there you go. Before we get it started, anybody have any prayer requests? We take the next 60 seconds, two minutes. Drop in the chat any prayer requests. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Oh, that's horrible branding, huh, guys? I'm sorry. Because I I got my brand on. Yeah, I had to pour a drink so we can toast. Oh, uh. Why do I have this cup anyway? It's for the rainbow. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh wait, wait. My God. I feel like it's an inside joke that I'm not in on. What's happening? He's referring to red wine. And Hold on and to your lug nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's going to be a long ride tonight. <laughs> You okay, see, so you have to tell me the red wine story. There you are. You ain't finished your shot? That's crazy. It ain't nothing to tell. No. That's you. Because I I indulge. I, you know, swish it. I'm trying to taste what was happening. <laughs> like, where are you going to put it? I typically have my, uh, my joint right now. Oh, right here? Am I in your? No, you're good. Okay. Pull me up, God. What you want? Uh, Grandma, yeah. Grandma, yeah. <laughs> TNT, Red Wine, Jay is in the building. Shout out to Vino. <clears throat> uh, yes, no. That's good, yeah. That's good. Uh-oh. Shout out to the Black Baltimore. What is it? The Black Girl Social Club, the Baltimore chapter. They are collecting shoe boxes filled with toiletries for uh, for women. So please uh, follow French Toast Connection Ooh. and donate. Their goal is thirty. I think we can surpass it. Actually, somebody hit me. Um, I asked what their goal was, and I think they're donating thirty. So I think we could triple that, quadruple that. So let's get them one fifty or something. 
What is this? DJ Perfect Gentleman. I like. Are we toasting up? Yeah, what's up? That looks pretty. I should have took a picture of that. I took a picture. Hold on. It's very pretty. I think I only need eight seconds of that. Nope, I need six. It's purses. Oh, I'm sorry. Purses, not shoe Shoe boxes with something else. Purses. Thank you, TNT. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To you and yours. Everybody raise your glasses. <laughs> and we'll be right back on WPGC 95.5. Well, you always Where the this. bourbon is smooth. Oh, I, I got feet. I need a slower feet. Where the bourbon is smooth. Slower transition. Nori Cam. Nori Cam. <laughs> and then I was playing around with it. I was playing around with this the whole day. I was playing around with this. I did uh Stay with me. I did uh what's the girl's name? Lynn in the building. What up everybody? Uh, I did this. Be- oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I heard this joint, yo. I was going off in my office. <laughs> they like, Jeremy, what are you listening to? I bet they were. Oh, we're doing a new thing starting next week. Wait a minute. This mic got a little Just put it between. <laughs> I like what you, you did there. You want to be <laughs> <laughs> Call this nigga Donnie Simpson, yo. I don't know what you're talking to me. It's probably me to talk to. You want to be Donnie Simpson so bad. Chill out, yo. It's definitely you. What was this show's Go Soul Glow Soul on BT? Video Soul. Video Soul. Why am I saying Soul? Oh, Coming to America. Yeah. I know all the movie references. Video Soul. Yeah. You was about to let your soul glow. Yeah, nah. I'll say so. If I'm Donnie Simpson, you know who that is? No. That's Michael Bazin. Oh, the maintenance man. <laughs> What's up, family? Oh, Michael It's your boy Donnie. <laughs> Michael Bazin. Ninety six point three. So we gonna get we gonna get radio references the whole show. Yes. Okay. That that's what we are doing. Okay. So no one complained about my radio voice. <laughs> this first of all, this is how I talk. But second of all, maybe as the as the drinks flow, y'all hear more Southern Bell. Maybe. And then I did Freaky T. I gotta get these out the way. Oh, okay. I did freaky tea. It's the you know olives, though. Freaky tea. Is there some more? There's some more there? Absolutely. Is it down here? It's upstairs. I'll grab it. Somebody did um, say they had a prayer request. Ah, uh, Mister, was the prayer request? <clears throat> it was on a live. It was like for alignment. I saw it. It's freaky tea. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Why y'all get y'all prayer request? Again? I'm looking for freaky tea. I was if you not put a prayer request, could you could you throw it back in there? I, I missed it. I Wait, apologize. Yeah, right there. Love, alignment, and operating in purpose. Let me write that down. Oh, I, That's mixed, I, I like that. Together. This is always fun. Ooh, it's, still in my it's right there. No, I had it. This is not the, the main panel. Let me stay over here. Yeah. Let me stay in my box. Okay. Yeah. 
That's you a grant. <laughs> yeah, stay over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Funny how. This actually was a trash one, too. That's why I got that one. Oh, so I was right. That was a good choice. Well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe mm. all we can trash. Not all the pants trash. Love, healing, alignment, healing for sun, understanding and boundaries, balance. Y'all pray for this pen. You said what? Pray for this pen. <laughs> Y'all laughing, I'm not. I'm doing this for six years. And my I feel like you were very, yo. very serious right now. So here for it. <laughs> Somebody know what they doing over here. They should go with everything though. Don't you ever go. Like, let me tell you something. I love Baltimore. <laughs> I love. Yeah, this go I love this city. Oh my goodness! Like the energy, the way. You <laughs> said back to prayer. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeremy's looking for. <laughs> he's looking for a pen. Lord, give him the strength to be a rememberer. Give him the strength to be a rememberer. <laughs> Wait, I don't. I'm my little arm short. Too short to hot box. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. Come pour this before the prayer. I have a short arm. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. If I'm missing something, I'll try to do something encompassing, but I got love, alignment, purpose, healing for sun, understanding, balance, and boundaries. I like the iteration. I do.
was up. I just turned down a little bit because you know how to be on a. Would I be right. out of pocket for giving it like a slow jam though? <clears throat> Alright. Yeah. I feel like a slow jam for this would be cool. Y'all hold hands for prayer? We do. Okay. Promise you, we got you. What's a slow jam? Turn it back up, bro. Hold on, bro. I gotta find another beat so that way we don't, you know what I mean, get dismissed. <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> Melodies from heaven. All right. Did y'all church? She had a little mind. That was rain. Yeah, that's the universal <laughs> rain. <laughs> Tara asked what you drinking. I don't know if you addressed that or not. I am drinking a kettle one lemon drop martini with mint and three olives. And cucumber with a sugar rim. It is my favorite drink. Y'all gonna make me TikTok in here. So th- let me tell you about these lemons, right? <clears throat> so these lemons um, were ordered uh, from the east coast of Australia. Told you. Are you speaking about the lemons that are used in my lemon drop martini? Yes, yes. <laughs> They're the sh- from Ar- Australia? Yes. The sugar. You are right, Kyle. <laughs> wow! So this is uh, the sugar is uh, uh ground up sugar cane, so it's organic ground sugar cane. What? The mint from Giant, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Sophista hey, Ratchet. For real, yeah. It was like Sophista yeah. Ratchet. Um, this is. So I made it. So you. Good. So the simple syrup was made with that, and then the, the sugar on the rim. Yep. Uh, thank you. Uh, absolutely delicious. Oh, shit, I'm on camera. You are. I thought I had it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin E, what up, though? <laughs> what camera did you think it was? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was 921, bro. We got to start. I know, yeah. I'm hey. ready. Yeah. I am so ready. I'm holding uh, stories. I'm ready. Nori stories coming soon. All right. <laughs> Shameless plug. Nori stories. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, Noel in the building. Let's get this ready. To get this going. Not yet. Okay. Let me get her a song. Oh, what? Okay. Go I feel like every time I see E, I got something like, yo, E, I need you to come fix this. Or E, I need to hang this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, he, he's much more than a, car, a handyman. Definitely a good brother. Great cousin, better friend. Oh, yeah. that was nice. Okay. Wanna start this prayer? All right. Everybody, please get in your positions of prayer and peace. Adonai Elohim, Lord God 
uh, we thank you for this time, Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour, Father. Thank you for this this moment of gathering, Father. Thank you for this moment of conversation, this moment of, of trust, Father. Tonight we're gonna have great conversation. We're gonna share great stories. We're gonna we're gonna have a great time, Father. But ultimately, Father, we're seeking you, Father. Father, we're seeking you because we have we have life, Father. We have life. We have life, God. Life is life in. Adulting is adulting, Father. And you know, some of us uh, need have things, Father. Father, bless those that need love today, Father. Bless it that the Holy Spirit fills them with love in their heart, love in their mind, Father. Love, love unconditional, Father. The love that only you can bring. They say that the peace that only you know, Father. Share that peace to everyone under the sound of our voices, Father, even now in the future, Father. Anyone that hears them, Father, fill them with love, Father. Love, love, love them so much that they align, Father, that they align with their purpose. They align with their mission. They align with their pa pa passion, Father, that they align with what you have for them. Father, some of us need healing, Father. Heal, heal those that whose sons need healing, Father. Send your angels of mercy. Send your angels of healing, Father. Super, supersede what the doctors say Supersede with our own understanding say Father heal them in such a manner that they only know that it's you Father that it furthers the kingdom that only you can receive The glory Father Healing such a way Father that it, it surpasses Our understanding Father but we still need understanding Father we still need you to guide us and Give us the clarity Father give us the The wisdom of Solomon Father Give us that Proverbs wisdom Father with that wisdom allow us to be balanced Balance us Father balance us that our scales are aligned to you, Father, that you are our North Star, our guiding star, Father. And with that, allow us with this wisdom, with this balance, Father, with this love, Father, to set and maintain boundaries. Father, boundaries that that don't close people out, that don't close you out, Father, but protects our peace, protects our energy, Father, and allows us to ultimately focus on you, seek you, and seek your face. Father, we love you and we need you. And this we ask and pray in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the suede soul and the velvet vibes. Lorenz, tall Mr. Love Jones, live, all war, everything, answer E, all of the above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And I got a new one. Mm. I think I think uh, Cousin Liv calls me the cultured cousin. Mm. Uh, and we're back with another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts. Two single fathers, two single guys talking about love, life, and drinking libations. And uh, who are we inspired by tonight? Tonight, 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 we are inspired by a plethora of things. But the signature, the main cocktail of the evening is the cucumber mint lemon drop martini. Uh, excuse me, the Kettle One Cucumber Mint Lemon Drop Martini with lemons from, from out of the country. <laughs> uh, sugar that's organic and trade approved. Mm. <laughs> and meant from giant, right? Mm. <laughs> Three albums, right? Mm. Um, of course, we have the seven roots on deck. You know, we gotta you gotta taste the flavors. We have Grandma and Yay. Um, and at some point, we're gonna uh, drink the red wine aged in bourbon barrels. Mm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for all of it. So, yes, sir. Uh, without further ado, I don't, I don't even know where to start, but we have so many libations on the table tonight. <laughs> yeah, and also. At the table, 
not on, at the table. At the table. We also have the amazing uh, talent, an amazing <laughs> talent that you can only find mm. in the DMV area mm-hmm. unless you book her Back for up. said special events. Uh, Anything you need her for talking purposes, modeling purposes, you can find this beautiful woman only on WPGC 95.5. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> nah, but um, we do have an amazing guest in here tonight. Um, I was fortunate. Uh, I want to say we, as in me and Jay, me, we were fortunate to meet this woman um, at the sneaker ball. So shout out to uh, uh, B-Org. Shout out to the yes. B-Org. Corporate shout Curls, to, I think, is in the building. Corporate Curls, definitely in the Tony. building. Hey, girl. Tony in the building, so we had to we had the pleasure to uh, meet this woman, and I mean her energy and her light um, has uh, just just shined upon the whole event, and not just the event, just uh, you know now in, in in our podcast life. So she is here to spread and shine some more light, and um, I'm hoping that you guys can have some good takeaways from it. I know she got stories, <laughs> stories upon stories that she can share, and um, I'm excited. So uh, yeah. Without further ado, I'm going to have her introduce herself, and then uh, we can get started. To my left. So, I go by the name of Nori Nori, a.k.a. the Southern Bill, a.k.a. the Nuga Nigga. So, Whoa. I'm here. <sighs> that was not what we rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. <nah. laughs> because I have a story. So, right. yeah, Nuga Nigga uh, actually stems from Marlon Wayans. I saw him in Atlanta. Dope. And he did a set, and he talked about my hometown of Chattanooga, Tennessee, who I have to shout out whoop everywhere whoop. I go, Tennessee. Uh, so, yeah, and so he did this joke, and he talked about nuga niggas. So after the show, we got a chance to hang out for a bit, and I told him I was from Chattanooga, and he was like, oh, you the ultimate nuga nigga. <laughs> nuga and so, <laughs> yes, because he didn't think it was any black people in, in Chattanooga, and he saw some, some black folks, and he was like, oh, y'all niggas. So with that being <laughs> said, he did. So with that being said, it was a, it was a great time uh, with him, and he you know signed autographed a shirt, and he was like to my nuga nigga. That's what's up. So that's that's the that's what's on there. That's what's nigga. on the shirts. That's dope. Yeah, that's an amazing story. Well, listen, thank you for coming on. We yeah. appreciate you. Raise your glass uh. as you uh, sip Cheers. on that beautiful martini. It's so Cheers pretty. I like pretty drinks, and this is a pretty drink. I appreciate it. Pretty drink Speaking for of a pretty. beautiful woman. <laughs> but in the chat, they said, you are so pretty. Mm. Yeah, they you out in the chat. Thank you. Thank no you. No filter, though. No, right, this, this is me. This is my no face. Filter. <laughs> so, Nori, mm-hmm. tell us yeah. who you is, who you was, and who you trying to be. Ooh, okay. I am a girl from... Chattanooga in the South with big dreams, big hopes. Mm. Um, And, you know, wanting to move away from home. Uh, Mind you, I only moved away five years ago in my mid-30s for the first time. Okay, I've been at home my entire life, and I was fine with that. Like, I I love my city. There are some things we got to work on. It's real Southern and real white. Um, (laughs) So there's some things we have to work on, but my journey has been amazing. I thought I was going to leave for college, and I was enrolled at MTSU. That didn't work out. Ended up staying home, and I I knew early on, like, I got to get paid for talking because I love it so much. And so, yeah, that brought me to radio and really, like, the rest is history. Uh, I did radio in Chattanooga for, like, what, 15 years, did radio in Atlanta simultaneously for two and a half years. 
and came to the DMV. And I was done with radio. I was like, I'm done. I'm good. I don't got to do radio no more. Um, I wanted to do communications on Capitol Hill and, and that whole thing. And um, yeah, that's just, God was like, girl, shut up. <laughs> I got another plan for you. So uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm done with radio. And then I moved here and really didn't have any friends. I had five people, barely five people I could count on my hand that I actually knew mm. in the DMV. And I was like, this is a little lonely. Uh, so I was like, let me get outside a little bit. Let me see if I can do radio in a city that's never heard of me. And it's hard going from being very known at home to come into a city and nobody knows you. You walk in a room, it ain't no special treatment. Mm. It ain't no VIP. It ain't free drinks. Ground it's, zero. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's hard. like that's hard. Um, but I was I was excited to try something new. And so I reached out to uh, Radio One Baltimore. Shout out to Kelson and everybody that loved on me there. And I started out on the weekends and maybe a few weeks later, the nighttime position came open. Uh, at Magic Baltimore, which I wanted to be on cue, but Magic Baltimore came open and it's the Urban Adult Contemporary Station. Mm, it's still, no, still music. Um, and so I I applied and got that nighttime position and I did that for almost two and a half years. So, yeah, I was, I came here grinding because um, that seven to midnight shift is no joke. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Five hours. Yeah. Yeah. After working another full-time job in D.C. and Northwest D.C., driving to Baltimore to to get on the radio. I wouldn't change a thing. I appreciate you saying Baltimore. Baltimore. It was a thing. So when I first got on the radio, a lady called me at the station, and she was like, where you from? Because you ain't from here. Because I was like, Baltimore. And she was like, nah, nah, sis. She was like, let me help you. (laughs) She was like, you got to say Baltimore. And I was like, um, phonetically, that's not how she was like, all right, bet. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me listen. (laughs) And so. Don't don't try to correct nobody. No, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. And so she did. And she became an amazing caller that showed up for everything that I did. Like, that's my girl. Hey, girl. Hey, Cookie. Hey, hey, shout out to Cookie. Cookie. Cookie Cookies be loyal. Like, if cookie you know, me the cookie. Yeah, cookie be she loyal. hit me. She was like, "Where you from? Cause you ain't from here." I was like, "Okay," and yeah, I, I love her. She's amazing. Shout out to Cookie. Cause I got stories. Cause Nori got stories. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, where Cookie at now? Though, what's she up to? Um, she was on vacation last time. I saw her on the ground, living her best life. Okay. Word. Mm-hmm. <sighs> cookie. <laughs> oh, the black lady. They like to have I a thought. good time. That's what yeah, I thought. yeah, that's what yeah, that's what it was giving. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime you get a name of cookie, cookie is it's cookie <laughs> sugar. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You you definitely an older black woman between forty five and sixty. Listen, Cookie was faithful. She was loyal. She, she was held loyal. Me down. <laughs> <laughs> so so what were you so when Cookie's calling in, like, mm-hmm. what do you what do you what do you think about when you're on a radio? Like what do you how do you know what to say? So, okay, that's a good question. So we have our um, liners, which is information that we want to make sure we get out to the public on a mm. regular basis. So there's a schedule of information that goes out to the public. But then there is the producing aspect of it of, I don't know, to be on the radio, you got to be quick and you got to be witty. 
And you have to be able to like see something for 30 seconds and regurgitate that information so beautifully and so powerfully. And like you have to know people have to feel comfortable to know, you know what you're talking about. Even if it's a headline, if it's a headline, I'm definitely going to tell you to get the get more information. But I'm always going to speak very confidently about information that I'm sharing with the public because that's important. And I love to like share good stuff. What's the last thing you shared? Oh, gosh. The last thing I shared. uh, I feel like, oh, Cherry Blossom Festival in D.C. That was one of the big things. And there was a. Belial performed and there was a component of making sure that black people felt inclusive when we have big events in DC and it's not just whitewashed and, and we don't feel a part of it. Um, it was at Navy Yard and that will, it, it was different events all over the city, but predominantly it was a Navy Navy Yard, um, which is a great place where the radio station is located. And then it was just, it was great to feel like we were a part of the Cherry Blossom Festival with intentional, programming for us to enjoy what is the what is it like growing up in chattanooga because uh, I, I envision it as very stereotypical like dirt roads you tried it like like what charlemagne <laughs> talks about monk's corner like like nah. I, I, like, like what is chattanooga so, and you're there into your 30s yeah and then yeah. you and then you come to dc just completely it's, uproot yeah. is it 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 seems like in my mind because um, it seems like like two totally different worlds. Yes, it seems like two to- totally different radio cultures and programming. No. Okay, so 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 what grow us up in Chattanooga right now? First of all, shout out to Hawthorne, everybody on Hawthorne Street. Um, that's probably where I have the most memories of like my youth, but it's, it's, we're outside. We playing in the streets. We playing. It's like a grassy field next to the duplex mm-hmm. that I grew up in. Um, a family friend, Leon is next door. Um, it's a lot of outdoor activities. So we go into the lake, we go into the Chickamauga dam, uh, is what we call it. But we go into the lake and we we're having fun. We posted up on Brandon Road. I mean, this is me as I grow throughout the years. We on campus at UTC. Um, yeah, we're having uh, we having um, all of the festivals. Riverbend. Uh, I grew up on a river roast. Like all of these festivals were way before I was on a radio. So what are these festivals though? River, so yeah. okay, so Riverbend is a predominantly white festival that has a black night. And so at this festival, the my very first memory at the Riverbend Festival, I was little. I was old enough to like be in a stroller. And Bill Cosby is on stage doing stand-up and he has an afro. He has a Coca-Cola shirt on. I will never forget it because I was like, oh my gosh. It is like I was so excited to see him. And I do understand the whole controversy that sur- surrounds him. But he's still a Heathcliff Huxtable. And he still was amazing in my life and my childhood. And, um, yeah, all that other shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's the face, first guest you interviewed? The first in Tennessee. Who's the first? The f- first First guess? music artist, rather. Gosh. Uh, I'm not even going to front. I've been in radio years and years and years. So I don't necessarily remember um, the first guests i interviewed but i did have some firsts in music 
um, with Isaiah Rashad. He is signed to TDE. He's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's one of my favorite humans. He's from Chattanooga? He is from my hometown. Really? And I did an open mic showcase. And no one showed up, and Isaiah was slated to perform, and he performed to his family in that empty-ass club, and we were lit. And to this day, when I see him, it is love, and he's like, yo, when nobody was paying attention to me, you had an open mic, and you let me perform. He was like, and I'll never forget it. So, um, yeah, so I I had a reference on his, um, his album. Apparently, he thinks I have a rotund donk. And um, that made me happy because I am a Southern girl. So I was like, "Yeah, you can say that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it was it was a, it was Southern a lot of fun. Girl. Yeah, yeah, it was a song AA. Uh, I think I think it was on the Sun's Tirade album. But the cool thing is, because I got a story for everything, right? Okay, shout out to DJ Perfect Gentleman. Um, so what happened was he he messaged me. He was like, "Hey, I made this song. Is it okay if I use your name?" And I was like, well, let me let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> and so I listened to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. It's cool. And, um, yeah. And, and then I, I made the album. And he did a whole tour and mm-hmm. performed it and came home. And it was a really good feeling. So that's Isaiah Rashad, one mm-hmm. of the first artists you've interviewed. How do you maintain those relationships? Like, like well, Isaiah, how do you ma- maintain that relationship? How do you keep it so you are not? asking for things but you are staying in on people's minds so i have a rule that is really really important to check on people Mm -hmm. um just to text and see now first of all isaiah be changing his numbers so child i don't know if the numbers i have i'm sure he changed it after his recent he had a thing he had a whole thing Mm -hmm. and i love him and i'm so happy he's living (laughs) in his truth i was shocked though i was like bruh this uh, okay <laughs> work it um so with that being said uh yeah i just i just keep in contact and I, I reach out and i text and i just check on people life like my homeboy from dreamville mez um behind the scenes but he's amazing and um you know felton he does the creative direction for them you just text and you're like hey how's your life no it's not a concert tonight <laughs> just Hey, I'm thinking about you. Like, you good? Um, just on some friendship, platonic friendship, um, a level. And I think that's important to just check on your people. Like, it's people that come in and out of radio all the time. Record reps, different people. Um, sometimes they can do something for you. Sometimes they can't do anything for you. And that doesn't matter. I think you're a dope person. And I'm going to stay in contact with you and check on your life. So that's how you do it. That's amazing. Yeah. You just like really name dropping hella people that we facts that we all listen to. Yeah, yeah, that's on a regular. No that's on our list. playlist. And you just like child Isaiah, <laughs> like like you babysat the nigga. Like no, that's kind of no. what she was alluding to. Like <laughs> no, but I think I think when you have like these um these moments that turn out to be bigger than you ever knew. Yeah. Like in a moment, did I know that that was his first show? Hell no, I didn't know. I just knew I wanted to showcase people that were hella talented and that I respected. And that was it. And then it turned out to be like a big moment that he shared back with me that I didn't even know was, in retrospect, was anything. Yeah, And and, uh, I'm going to put the spotlight back on you. But also it, it, our guy, uh, 
our guy Ernest, Ernest Third. Ernest like Third. That, that's how we feel about him. Like, yeah, I mean, he was one of those those locals artists, and we we did a showcase for him, just him only. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's one of those things where you see people. It's like, yo, I believe. Yes. You, my man, have the potential. You you have it. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about you that you have. And I ain't no A and R rep. I'm nothing close to Quincy Jones and Barry Gordy, none of them people. But it's just one of those things where when you music for me is a passion. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you when we met Ernest for the first time, um, how we were introduced to him, it was through a whole bunch of freestyles. And I okay. was like, yeah, was yeah like, that's true. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, listen, I didn't seen so many YouTube freestyles, and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Then it was presented to me like, yo, but listen to this song. Yo, this joint right here is the one. This Okay, was it the one? And I was like, the first time I was listening to it, people were talking. Uh, and I said, hey, could you run that back? Because mm-hmm. you're talking too much and I cannot hear <laughs> the song that you want me to hear. Yes. So once I finally heard Ernest, I was like, yo, wow, get him on the show. And then we got him on the show and... From then on, watching him grow from that moment mm-hmm. and then going back and deep diving and his showcase and just watching him grow as an artist. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I have his number, the fact that I can call on him, the mm-hmm. fact that I can check on him, the fact that we can, he sends us music. Mm-hmm. And he definitely does. He looks to us as like some type of like meaningful guidance in his life. I'm like, oh, that's cool because when he blows up. Yeah. Nah, nigga, definitely don't forget me because I'm coming too. Like, no, that's. <laughs> I want my free ticket though. <laughs> That's it. I want all the perks, bro. Like packages. Yeah. I want the passes. I want everything. Right. Yeah. But 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 all jokes aside, like it's just one of those things where you've been put in a position to be to be fairly honest, you've been put in a position to like, again shed light and and be that uh I guess home cooked meal. Okay. I like mm. the reference. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you've been able to be that home cooked meal for a lot of people that, mm. you know, when nobody was looking at me, you were. When nobody was able to pick me up from the airport, you were. When nobody was able to check on me, and it was like you. When nobody was booking me. Right, and um, don't lose that. I think okay. I think I'm saying all I have to say is don't lose that energy. Okay. Don't lose that. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but don't lose <laughs> that that nurture. Yeah, don't use that authenticity, nurturing mindset to make sure that you stop and check on people because even even in your own. Excuse me. Even in your own life, um, I know there's people that check on you. I know yeah. that you, you have a home cooked meal waiting on you yeah. that always checks in, and you know you could get served up and things of that nature, metaphorically mm-hmm. speaking. But um, yeah, don't <laughs> lose that. Nope. No, Thank it. you. Who checks on you? Ooh, so my person um, is my cousin, who we did not like each other growing up. We were not cool. And everybody would never, you would never know it. Her name is Natalie Akins. Um, you would never know it. But she thought I was very stuck up as a child. And <laughs> Damn, as a child, though. As a child. I have a cousin like that. It's a long story. Um, no, she thought I was super, super stuck up. And she was just like, ugh. And I was just like, that's why your sister better than you. Like, we just did not click. And, um... Her sister, unfortunately, passed away when I was 15 years old. I'm sorry to hear that. And outside of that, when she first found out she was pregnant, she came to my house. And I remember opening the door and I was like, hey. She was like, 
hey <laughs> and she she came in and she threw the pamphlets on my bed and i was like "Ooh, <laughs> you pregnant i was like your mama gonna whoop your ass and she was just like i know and you know you go through all of these feelings and emotions i remember thinking to myself um why are you here like what's up and she was like you was the first person i thought about i was like me you don't even you don't even like me and um you know when someone close to you passes away and then the funeral is over and the people showing up and bringing food when all of that is over you stuck with the room you know what i'm saying and the people that are still going to show up for you and I remember, I man, I didn't go home. I didn't go home for a long time. And I was in school trying to figure out what we going to do. I got to get to the bus or whatever. And I was like, after school, I would come over. Um, you know, people go through a really uh, tough time. And I would be like, you got to take a bath. <laughs> like, you got to. Oh, that's real, though. You got a baby. So it, it was a lot of different moving parts. And god did it like god brought us together as and bonded us as friends and as sisters and as family because you can be you know you have family you just like all right that's that's my cousin but we are friends and that is the person outside of my mom and dad and brother who really checks on me and be like "Mm, i ain't heard from you in a couple of days like what you doing you all right and i have my moments and i'm like I'm I'm fine and she's like yeah I hear it in your voice and if you don't want to talk about it it's fine we never push each other to talk about things that we're not ready to talk about but we definitely wait patiently and then you know I'll call her and be like you free she like yeah and then it's just this is where I'm at with my life cousins definitely our first line of defense though it is the most sacred bond yeah. when you're a cousin is your best friend and your sister. Yeah. I, I wouldn't... I always tell people, get you mm. a Natalie. Like, you need... Her nickname is Kisses. Like, Hershey Kisses, because we chocolate girls. Mm-hmm. But I always say, get you a Kisses. Shut up. <laughs> we two for two for chocolate women. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate girls. What you mean? Last week, Tara. Dr. Oh, Tara oh, Davis. Oh, yeah. say, hold on, play. Too much dip on your chip. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, bro? Well, you know, you know, only procreate with chocolate women, so... That's that. all right. I, that. I I think that's a beautiful oh, thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Make yellow kids though. <laughs> mm. ah. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so Bourbon and Boys right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, do, Dr. Yeah. Davidson. I'm I'm like I'm really I'm actually really a lot better. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Denial is just a river. It's yeah, ain't just a river. That's the first step. <laughs> Denial ain't just a river in Egypt, sir. Nah, facts. <laughs> so what you been in? She in, was spitting. She was. Yeah, she was. Super facts. A what whole you, mixtape. <laughs> yo, listen to that episode one eighty nine. So good. What you been in DC? You have the strong bond with your cousin. Oh, oh, God. How are you maintaining that? We're talking about maintaining relationships. How are you maintaining that relationship? Okay, that's and with a the family. good question. Yeah. That is a great question. So, oh gosh, it was a lot of tears. A lot of tears. So being able to ride over her house, and her kids are like my kids. 
so like we raised them together mm-hmm. <laughs> not being able to just go over her house and lay on the floor and watch tv incredibly hard incredibly hard but we facetime we talk every we talk almost every single day mm-hmm. um we got group chats I, we got group chats with her kids and i remember her pointing out the fact she said i just want you to know i did not create these group chats like the kids love you and they want you to be a part of their everyday life so there's kid pictures of the babies there's regular everyday conversation things happen at work like we are so plugged in with one another and we stay so connected um but it is by design and by intention um they come and see me multiple times a year i go home every quarter um so yeah we we don't play no games when it comes to making sure that we are there for each other in the big moments in the small moments in the baby shower moments, in the gender reveal moments, like all of the above, I'm showing up and and having that flexibility to go home is a true blessing. So yeah, we we just show up for each other. We do. You mentioned Chattanooga when you came to Baltimore. Excuse me, when you came to DC, mm-hmm. it was like I guess it's five people that kind of that you knew that were out here. Yeah. It, are you the cousin, the daughter, the niece, the aunt? that got out the one that got away and went to see the world like are, are you viewed as the the rich auntie and i say that because you're on the radio so <laughs> yeah. sometimes it can appear larger yeah um in, in layman's eyes like are you, how are you viewed and are you are you actually the one that got out you know what's funny before i had like funds to to i guess be the rich auntie i was still the rich auntie like i would i would take my last and show up for steven and tiana who are my babies then i have my niece sanaya now i have my little sister um jamisha and um yeah to a certain extent yes to answer your question directly yes Mm -hmm. um i'm definitely the the person that got away and that can um show up when people don't ask me to show up, just show up because I want to, because I love them so much. Um, yeah. And I, I think to some extent, some people may look at it as pressure, but also I have very well to do family members at home. So I was the person that moved the furthest away, I think, but also like, I'm not the person that's like, got it like that we have other family members that got it like that which i think was wonderful to see growing up because it was diverse you had people that didn't really have it like that um but we all come together no matter what and we gonna support everybody Mm -hmm. so yeah how do you support your sister now being away my little sister yeah oh gosh Um, I think it's a, so, okay. Every summer, my niece and my little sister come up with me and stay at least a month. Um, it depends on scheduling. Sometimes it may be two, three weeks. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it, it really is intention to make sure that I don't miss pieces of their life. And we're on FaceTime and, you know, if mom and little sister are having a disagreement, we are, you know, working that out. I've been with, uh, so my little sister who is, um, I think Jamisha is 14 now. She's adopted. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. My mom adopted. And um, 
it is an interesting dynamic because we, as much as we know each other, we're still getting to know each other. And I moved away. I think my mom, my mom adopted her after I moved away. Actually, I've been going away from Tennessee like five years now. And I think my mom adopted her like two years, but she's had her um, probably like six to, well, she really had like to six, seven years, seven years all right. you know, prior. Because uh, my mom is a foster mom. I love foster moms and dads. I think you're amazing people. Um, but that was something that me and my mom talked about because when me and my, my brother moved out, that was very difficult for my mom. And she was an empty nester and she was like, I have like a lot of love to give. And so I was like, would you consider fostering? And it puts kids in the house and she's used to being there for people and showing up for people. So that was important. And I was like, I think this is a good fit for you. And it has been. And it's so many kids that my mom has fostered that have been reunited with their families. Really? Yep. That's a story you never hear. Yeah. They don't been, often hear. Yeah, they've been reuniting with their families and my mom is still a big part of their life um and that is so bomb it's oh, yeah. so God, good God gonna take care of her yeah absolutely yeah like she like i just i think it's beautiful that she that she does it but it was because i was like listen you're struggling my mom would like cook dinner and be like dinner's ready girl i cook dinner too <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like oh i just got home from work i don't feel like going across town and uh, I was like, yeah, you need some more folks in the house. And I, you know, talked to her about it. And she was like, let me pray about it. I was like, well, let's pray together. And we did. And it was a good fit. It was really, really good fit. How long has she been fostering in, in total? Yeah. My mom probably be, has been fostering. I've been going five years. She's probably been fostering almost a decade. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's been fostering for a minute. Would you foster? I am open to the idea. I, I thought about it actually not too long ago. Um, I would have to move and it would be something I would consider once I purchase a home. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love kids. I love like, I love being auntie. Oh my gosh. I, when I tell you when one of my, okay, my mom used to be married and um, my stepdad, he has kids, older sons, and one of my nephews reached out to me and was like, hey, auntie, oh, my gosh. When I got that message, I was like, yes. I was like, what you need? What What you need? <laughs> you need me? Do tell. I just, I just, he's, you know, he's working on music. He's an artist and he's amazing. And he was like, you know, I want you to review my music. Like, let's chop it up. And I, I love, oh, I love being needed and, and participating and you know so you know what's you know what's amazing like a lot of times you don't realize what your upbringing mm. is gonna groom yeah you, you don't know what your upbringing is gonna groom you for and okay. or being around certain things mm-hmm. so like the whole helping people right yeah you come from a helpful family yes you don't realize like that's really gonna be something that you're gonna wanna do in life is to help mm-hmm. and, and be there and show up Mm-hmm. I watched my grandmother for years, decades at a time, take care of uh, in-home care mm-hmm. with Alzheimer's patients. Yeah. And, you know, she's having, they're elder, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was to the point where, you know, the older I'm getting, the more she's relying on me to help out. You know, it would be, you know, picking them up off the chair, mm-hmm. you know, placing them other places, 
wheelchairs, getting them in the van, you know, doing all these things. Yeah. And, and I mean, Alzheimer's patients are work. It is a work. lot. <laughs> a lot of work. Work. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with growing up, you realize like how you cater to people around you mm-hmm. is how you, you know, basically you could tell like, well, how you were brought up. Yes. Um, and I think with, you know, working with the kids that I work with and even just as far as senior citizens go, like my, my caretaking, my caregiving is always there. So I think it was a natural progression. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, my mom was a CNA, a caregiver, uh-huh. um, took care of lots of people. She took right. care of us. But my mom had, okay, my, my mom had me and my brother when she was young. She was 21 when she had me and 22 when she had my brother. That's young? Yeah. I feel like that was like one time. Okay. I'm not mad at that. But but I when I say, okay, because I'm in my 30s and I don't have any children. Right. So for me, it seems young because- my experiences in my 20s yeah. and my 30s, top tier. Like, I'm outside. And she was outside <laughs> with us. You know what I'm saying? And I love that. I love that because when we would go to the park, we're playing, we're having fun, and kids. I remember this one little boy. He was wrestling with my mama. Like, they was wrestling. She was DDTing him. Damn. It was a whole thing. And so and we were getting ready to go. And I was like, all right, mama. He was like, yo, mama. And I was like, well, who'd you think she was? Because I thought it was your sister. He was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I never would have jumped on you had I known you were the mom. And she was like, boy, whatever. <laughs> she was like, up. yeah. She was like, I bodied you. And so uh, us growing up together was a lot of fun. We had so many fun moments. And I'm excited because I, I do want to have a family. I do want to have kids. and But my experience is going to be completely different because I have uh, a few more lived experiences. I have more money. Child, we was broke. <laughs> So I get to raise kids with money. So no, I like that. that. I like that a lot. You said y'all were broke. What is what is broke mean? Broke, what does that mean? Broke is going into the kitchen. First of all, okay, so I'm from the South. So we would have um, pinto beans and cornbread. Okay. Love pinto beans, cornbread, some tomatoes, and a little onion, a little salt and pepper. So we, we would have that. And I to me, that was like one of my favorite meals growing up. But that's all we had. And I didn't know that. There was no meats. There was no, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh, wow. Real vegan. <laughs> like, yeah, we vegans out here. Um, but I, di- I didn't know that yeah. uh, it was a struggle meal. I was like, oh, it's my favorite. That's so you don't life. realize that until you realize like, oh, okay. So, you know, oh, my God. My mama was a noodle lady within the, in the family. <laughs> if you came over our house, you were having noodles with something. Right. Noodles and tuna. Noodles and oh, shit, that's noodles, bomb. noodles, butter, salt and pepper. That's like bomb. our family used to be like, I don't want to go to Aunt Pam's house because we gonna have noodles. Bet I'll eat more noodles. Forget y'all. Hey, what the like, hell are you talking about? It was a, it was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. Like they would be like, Nah, y'all gotta like pack up some food, yo, because we eating noodles. Real, noodles, <laughs> butter, salt and pepper. It was so good, but I didn't. Tuna? I didn't know what I didn't know, and so yeah, but even like you know going thrifting so i i enjoy thrifting but i didn't know it was a necessity because listen <laughs> funds are tight yeah. so we going to the goodwill yeah. i'm thinking we're thrifting but she because she she really had a way of making things feel bigger than what they were mm-hmm. and not letting us know that we were lacking anything and i, I can always appreciate that about her when did you realize that 
Funds were tight. When I became a teenager, and after Christmas, when you go back to school, and everybody got new shit. Everybody flossing. <laughs> you got that's your about, same old stuff. And that's about when it hit. Yeah. I used to be like, so about these Nikes. Nah, yeah, the, the new outfit flex. <laughs> about this job. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> the, new, the new outfit stuff, like, yeah. it's definitely a big thing. Yo, after, you have two weeks to produce. <laughs> Nigga, you got two weeks to produce a new something, cause there's no way you shouldn't produce a new anything. And you come back to school with the same regular degla, like what happened? You gonna like, be clowns? Like that? Oh, yeah. Like now was? And I'm gonna tell you, it's been a few Christmases where I came back on some like, <laughs> like now nah, I see what happened was mm-hmm. like, look, my mom said, don't worry about it, be straight, bro. I'm about to get my new kicks tomorrow, bro, cause she was. Yeah. Hey, nigga, fuck you. I'm not explaining nothing to you. <laughs> I still got life. Yeah. You feel me? I'm My here. <laughs> I survived. Uh, yeah, I think that was the, yeah. the moment I was like, yo, we broke. We got no money. But we were very rich. We were always mm. very, nah, very you, wealthy. You were never broke. You was always rich with love. You know what I'm saying? I used rich to be spirit. like, sis, that's not going to buy me no new shirt, though. That's not going to buy me Nikes. Yeah. Like, but I, I mean, you know, you. Ooh. Very, very appreciative of, of what I did have. But, you know, when I got older, I was like, so I see what you did there. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah, it was a lot. So w- with that knowledge, mm-hmm. with the understanding of funds were tight. Yeah. How does that impact and nav- uh, navigate or help you navigate how you support your siblings, your nieces and nephews, especially your foster siblings. I know they're really your siblings, but yeah. you be still know the foster siblings. Yeah. And understanding thing, they have additional emotions they're navigating. How does that factor Ooh. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is, okay, so, you know, when you first moved to D.C. and you realize the, the wealth gap between Chattanooga, Tennessee and D.C. and you finally getting some money, I, I was like, Whatever y'all want, <laughs> whatever you need, I got you. And so, um, really showing showing up and sending stuff home, and you know what I'm saying, being like, nah, it's good. And mind you, my mom is doing good. She's yeah, yeah, she's good. She's not, like she's yeah. she's good. But also like being able to to show up and send boxes of goodies home um, has been so rewarding mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I think what I'm understanding is, so when my niece and my little sister first started coming here, we was doing trip trips. Like one of my nieces, we went to New York, we went to Philly. Like all, I have a list of like all the stuff that I want to do. Right. Y'all get to come along. That's what's up. <laughs> so it was it was like that. But what I learned is they were really fine with going to the pool in my apartment complex. Like because that's different for them. You know what I'm saying? Not different, but it's probably. You may yeah, not like, have a pool in So my mom has a single family home in yeah. Tennessee and, and she doesn't have a pool. So it's like I was doing all of this extra stuff mm. and they were just like, if we could just go to Burlington and go to the pool every day, we're good. Hey, Kyle, <laughs> someone clearly isn't a parent. She hasn't learned a life lesson. Less is more. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Less is more. Sure. And I was so over the top. Uh. And... You know, then the reality sets in, and I'm like, "What y'all really want to do?" My niece was like, the "I ice just, cream and- yo, she was like, I just want a crab boil." <laughs> no, nah, listen, like, okay, <clears throat> really? Because I, I was gonna I wanna, take us to. 
I want to speak on that, right? Yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. these kids, right? <laughs> they wild. These new kids. These new niggas. And then, oh, nah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. These new kids, this new breed, and it's and it's kind of our fault, right? Because. You know, we grew up on McDonald's was a privilege. It mm. was. Oh right? my gosh. So McDonald's talk you know, the fast food was a privilege. Yeah. Right? Yes. McDonald's was a privilege. <laughs> yes. And you may not get it every Friday night or you may not get it every Saturday night. Mm-hmm. McDonald's was definitely a privilege, right? But like, yo, we grew up on McDonald's being a privilege. These niggas is growing up <laughs> on like, yo, <laughs> McDonald's is a regular like Chick-fil-A is like Every a day, regular. it's yeah. a regular. Yeah, like crab legs and all of that. They really Yo. like. Listen, you you know how long it took for me to sit at the table to eat crabs with the adults and not get the leftover. You fucking they don't the know. legs. They Yo, know. they don't they know the, the struggle it is being at a cookout and all you get is hot bur- uh, uh, hot dog burgers and the chips. Not you even a fried chicken. <laughs> you don't know my story. Nigga. <laughs> Like y'all yeah. up here eating crab legs and Chick Fil A on a regular, like as yeah. the appetizer. Like I want yeah. Chick Fil A, but what's for dinner? Yes. Nigga, that was dinner. <laughs> these hands, yeah. yo. This seven thirty. What snack, you mean? What's for dinner? <laughs> snack, snack on these hands, yo. You paying for it? Yeah. So, so I, you know, I've learned through trial and error. Um, to really just make sure that they're good, like have conversation. They're girls. They're growing up. Like you got a boyfriend? What you doing? Like did he touch you? No? Yes? Okay. Like, we're having real conversations now that they are preteens and teenagers. And those are the conversations that they want to have with me as big sister and as auntie versus mama. Um, So that has been been interesting because we can sit around in the living room, put on a movie... And and talk, yeah. and they appreciate that. Like the fact that she called me and was like, "Me and Mama not seeing eye to eye right now." I was like, "Really? I've been here. I can navigate this for you." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to do. Oh, yeah, you know what is, I'm saying? This is, this is uh, something something one on one. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, "Relax," because she's not. <laughs> so you have to relax because she's not. <laughs> Listen, my mom intense. She is old school. And she going she gonna to let you know what's up. And I'm like, you know, as I've grown, we are not the same. And that is okay. It is okay. It is okay that we are not the same. And it is okay. Yeah. I don't parent the same as my mom. Yeah, it's different. And me and my mom got into that one time. I was, She was like, you know, you, you, I didn't raise you. I was like, well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. We were in a different time zone, okay? Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't have to raise her under the same iron fist as you raised me. Like, mm-hmm. the world is a little bit more diluted, I guess, in a sense. It's hard. Mm. It's hard. Okay. But the world is still, you know, I feel like the world is way more f- fiction f- than it was back. Like, the world was real back when we grew up. Like, it was real. Like, these these, these why, people... Why, why a, are you saying that? Because of the internet? Like, what, yeah, what do you Yeah, I think, I think everybody clings to the Matrix. And, okay. No, nah, real talk. I, 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 everybody clings to the internet. And everybody clings okay. to, like, everything is done by, you know, devices. Nobody is really, like, like, it was real back in the day. Like, you really had to worry about, like, hey, don't take your ass around that corner because, you know, that crazy man live around there. You leave yes. him alone. Yes. Like, we have to... We... As a neighborhood, there was like neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Like if you is in a, in this neighborhood, let's just say for instance, you grew up in. Let me say Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Chattanooga, right? Yeah. Chattanooga has about let's say just hypothetically speaking, let's say Chattanooga has five families. Yeah. In that in that whole Chattanooga, yeah. right? 
So you, uh, we ain't gonna get into your last name, but like your family, yeah. Other the Johnsons, the Jenkins, the the the, the Smiths, the, yeah. all of them, right? If you leave your block to enter the Smiths block mm-hmm. or area, yeah, your mom's getting a phone call like, "Hey, you know Nori's down here, right?" Absolutely. Okay, boom. <laughs> and if you leave the Smiths, you you scurry on down to the Thompsons. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, you know your daughter's down here, right? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, get, yeah. she get a little far from you know what I mean. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. So yeah. so it's like us as a society or us with these kids, they don't we don't really have we have to raise them a little bit differently as far as really looking out for a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And try to let them know like what's real and what's fake. Yeah. And okay. you know, we're kinda raising them we're raising them so much differently than what we had to be raised because it was like like I said, if you take your ass around that corner and I find out, which I will find out, that's your ass. Every single time. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I can remember plenty of times where I left my grandmother's house eight in the morning on a bike, and I wasn't supposed to go back to a certain point, but I went to McDonald's. And I tried to get a little, little sausage <laughs> on the low ski, right? Yeah, yeah. And rest in peace, Miss Kathy. Miss Kathy, she was like, hey, what you doing? I was like, oh, shit, hey, Miss Kathy. And you know if she saw you, it was done and done. She was like, what you doing? I was like, oh, I just want a little sausage egg. She was like, you remember the note you know? I was like, uh-huh. She was like, she was like, yeah, this one's on the house. Don't worry about it, bro. She hit the, f- she went right to the back. Called Granny. Well, I went, got back to the house. She was like, so uh, never got back. Past she was like, so did you bring me one? I was like, bring you one what? <laughs> she was like, no like, what a sausage biscuit? And yeah. I was like, what you made? <laughs> Wore my ass out, man. Yeah. But we just, yeah. we just don't live in those those type of times anymore. So mm. yeah, I would, I would agree. I would agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Get into this part. My fault. Jay? Yes. So on you, brother. So you in Chattanooga, you're here. Yeah. In DC. Mm-hmm. You have siblings, you have nieces and nephews. Yeah. But you have you do things outside of the family. You do things outside of the radio. Something I, I didn't realize. Okay. Radio isn't your full time job. No, it is not. Is that true or Normal for most radio personalities? Yeah. Um, it depends on your time slot, mm-hmm. right? So Does it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because it depends on if you have the capacity to do more. Um, so I went from working in radio full-time for years to now I do radio part-time, which means um, I have to supplement income because radio is just part-time. All, all time slots are part-time? No, no, no. So morning show, that 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is full-time. Middays, 10 a.m. to 2 or 3 p.m. is full-time. Because it's every day? Every day, yeah. Okay. Monday through Friday or Monday Monday through Saturday, depending on the radio station. It's different in, in different markets. Mm-hmm. Um, 7 to midnight or 7 to 10 is considered full-time. But mind you, people still do other things throughout the day. Because if you go to work at 7 p.m., you may do something earlier in the day, like mm-hmm. I used to do. Um, because, you know, it depends on the market. It depends on how much you get paid. So mind you, I, um, started in, in Tennessee, which is a smaller market. So yearly it's, it's for that region. You can survive, but if you want to thrive and I am, um, gosh, I, I have to excel. So I knew I started setting, um, very early goals financially, so I would hit one goal, I'm on to the next goal. Hit one goal, on to the next goal. Yeah. And radio 
just could not sustain that. So going to college and getting degrees and, you know, different things happening, which are all communication centered and focused. But I was like, yeah, I got to get to the money. And and then what happens is I started to get the attention of like the mayor's office and get the attention of nonprofits in the city. Cause when I'm on the radio, I'm gonna talk my talk. And if it's something, something ain't sitting right, I got questions. Okay. And so I used to invite the mayor and Chattanooga onto my show every month. And I remember the budget came out and he reallocated some funds from the youth and family development into the police department. And I was like, why? What are like, what are we doing? Like, aren't the kids our future? What like, how does this make sense? Aren't the kids are future. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I need to know why you moving funds. And he felt at that time law enforcement needed uh, more support um, with tech and body cams and things mm. of that nature. And I was just like, I mean, but what y'all gonna do? Because now we, it was before actually we the Black Lives Matter movement and before all of wow. these things. Okay, okay. So um, he's ahead of the curve almost. Um. Yeah, he was ahead of the curve, but also like. I didn't understand. And if I got questions, I'm going to ask them out loud. Okay. Um, but that also got the attention of the office and they were like, you know what? Maybe we should have you on board. And I was like, is this a silence me? And they were like, no, we really value your voice. And I was like, okay, but we will have some heated debates in the mayor's office during those communications meetings because um, some people just don't understand your culture. They don't understand where you come from. They don't understand why, uh, certain things are relevant and important, and I'm gonna challenge that ass every single time. So, yeah, put me in position so I can ask the right questions to the right people and get some real results. What was the the greatest piece of advice, the most impactful thing you learned from your father? Oh my dad. Ah, uh, my dad is such a passive man. He is such a patient man. And those are things I had to acquire. I, I wasn't naturally those things. And he is naturally. Oh, yeah, he's naturally those things. Um, my father is a in due time kind of man. Um, when, he, you know, he and my mom split and, and it didn't work out. He made some decisions that I, I didn't understand. But he was like, when you get older, you can ask me any any question that you want. And so what I learned from my dad is is what a mild and meek man is. And not that he wasn't showcasing strength and, you know, like all of these great qualities of masculinity. But he was just he just moves how he move. And he. Yeah, he don't really care what nobody else think. He like, listen, it is what it is, but this this is gonna yield results. This is this is when it, what's gonna get the job done. So I think what I learned from my dad is that I am um, his butterfly, and he loves me unconditionally. He's the first man to love me unconditionally, flaws and all. And I have learned love and perseverance and patience from my father. So it's not something he necessarily said, but it is in his actions and who he is as a man. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Do you feel like you feel like you're exuding a lot of those characteristics like going forward like in, you know, um, 
professional relationships, uh, personal relationships, do you feel like you're exuding those characteristics in a lot of ways? In some ways, maybe? Later in life, yes. Okay, not now, right now. Now that, now that I've like lived and have some lived experiences, mm-hmm. I so understand him. Gotcha. He's not a he's not a jump the gun kind of person. Yeah. Now me, I'll jump the gun on your ass. I got questions. What like what? Uh. Okay. My dad is he's a observer. Yes. He's a you know he's a. He must hmm. be an Aquarius. I don't know what he is. Uh, <laughs> he's a June baby. Oh. At the end of June. Oh. So oh. I don't think he's a Gemini. No, he's a Cancer. Um, but he yeah he's he's definitely. He is like silent strong. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not a man of many words, but when he do talk, it's powerful. I listen. Words matter. Yeah. Don't waste yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that. Mm-hmm. You seem to have like a lot of experiences. Mm-hmm. A lot of worldly experiences. What? <laughs> what, 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 what you I want to see you your face when you, when you say it and see where we at. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 is that, at, that, at that time? Yeah. <laughs> it oh, is we, time, we Simba. Can... <laughs> <laughs> you Take are the boy. <laughs> right. Take your place as a rightful king. <laughs> <laughs> you should not have... <laughs> You are wrong. You are all wrong. You are all wrong. <laughs> Why did you leave the boy? <laughs> Who's snorting? Who's snorting? You don't want me. No damn well with me. I'm done. I'm done. <clears throat> let me let me fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ellie. <laughs> you shall pay for your incident. <laughs> There's no other way that you can come back from that, eh? <laughs> I like. I love the air. See your life. <laughs> So 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 you are out gallivanting. So you are out gallivanting. With the rat in Baltimore. In Baltimore. So speak. So. <laughs> Cliff, do you know how far Baltimore is from Brooklyn? Nah, I'll tell you. Vanessa was wilding for that. Yeah, I just posted that clip not so long ago. It's one of my favorite. I, now that I have a reference of like mm-hmm. Baltimore, nah, yeah, surely was <laughs> a four-hour trip, Vanessa Facts. from home. You're dumb. <sighs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> We've all had dumb moments. Yes. Don't for my fault. Go ahead. No, no, you good. No, you know you good. <laughs> but what was your Baltimore moment? What was one of those dumb moments you made? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. So, uh, it was a ultra identity lounge at the time. I think it's been rela- renamed in DC. Uh, no, in Baltimore. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used oh, to, so so you was up here. Yeah, I used to do a uh, Friday night every night. Um, so I, I know. What year was this? Oh my gosh, uh, 2018, 2019, 2018. Yeah. Let me go through my footage. <laughs> I'm probably in there hosting. Um, yeah, we met before <laughs> twice. Such a wild time. Um, so I'm I'm in a club and I'm familiar with house music, like Baltimore music. I'm familiar hey, relax, a little nigga. bit. Sit, sit forward, bro. <laughs> what you mean, guys? You, you reminiscing too hard. Yo, uh, sit forward. Uh, uh, I saw uh, y'all. This nigga started blinking. I, 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 I was gone, yo. I was gone. He was having flash moments. Like, uh, hold on, uh, that was that was that that was her. <laughs> So I'm, I'm hosting in a club and it's a live broadcast and um, 
the this song i can hear it in my head right now this damn song is playing and i didn't realize you know house music and like the whole thing is it's just in, instrumental yeah this is a radio person coming from a different market i'm just like you know waiting to to make sure i <laughs> i like stop i make my stop set right before the verse come in and i just keep i keep talking and i'm talking mm. i look around Motherfuckers dancing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that is a song. I know. That is a song. And I'm like, this shit keep going. I keep talking. And I never like close out the break for radio. And finally, like somebody texted me and was like, nigga, this is this is the song. No, I'm like, yeah. Like, wrap that shit up. This is yeah, the song. Stop talking. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. What? <laughs> <laughs> So, oh yeah, that was God. like, like no, no one knew, no one really knew what was going on. But like behind the scenes, it was panic fest. I was like, the, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is going <laughs> on? And uh, yeah, that was a moment I was like, you are not in the South no more. You better get familiar real fast. You out here hosting clubs and don't know what's going on. Yeah. So it was a, it was a lesson learned for me. I was like, let me find out all pork chop. Shout out to pork chop, squirrel wide, squirrel wide. Come pick me up. Um, I would say hosting a party with DJ Tons and, uh, gosh, uh, Mike Crosby and Kenny like K me. and like all of the legends. I didn't know I was working with like the niggas in Baltimore. The, the niggas. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't have no idea who was DJing. And getting schooled and educated and understanding, I was like, oh, you're going to be unstoppable in this city. And the way I love, like, when I came here and the people embraced me and people were really, like, teaching me. So it wasn't like people were shaming me because I didn't know, I didn't understand. Like, from the moment I set foot on this soil, it was like, we got you, sis. And I was like, oh, this feels like home. That's what's up. Yeah. That's definitely what's up. Yeah. Especially being new and, and... Yeah not knowing and for them to embrace you like that uh that's that speaks volumes to to your energy and, and the potential that they see in you so like shout out Thank you. Talk. <laughs> but you do most of your damage on wpgc 95.5 you did so good <laughs> you came back oh wow i'm 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 gonna take angelique for you please do please tell angelique i only want to work for wpgc 95.5 <laughs> If she, I don't know if she watching, but I would love for anybody from the front of radio station to see this sideways. Bow. Hey, it's, it's recorded. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta chill. You gotta relax. You know, I'm not a fan of telling people to relax, but relax. I'd be like, you gotta relax. The yeah. only relaxing I do is when I'm relaxing on WPGC 95.5. Get your boy. Get your boy. Hold on, nah, yo, I'm, I'm, yo, we shooting to the cameras. I got you, God. I got you, God. John Wick. Oh yeah, John Wick. Ah, get him all, get him all, get him all, get him all. Let me stop because I'll have people getting seizures. I cannot. I'm done. I'm so done. Yo, so 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 you said so you had to get accustomed to yes. club mixing. What's what's happening in the northeast adjacent, right? Yeah, yeah. So you same. kept. So that is how I first met Nori. Wait. She, her ass was talking all on the mic. Oh, what is he? Well, where we at? Transition, my nigga. Transition. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages <laughs> on WPGC 95.5. Not you coming for me. 
let's get into this. Let's go. On WPGC. <laughs> okay. No, okay, let's, seriously, let's, seriously. Let's go. Let's no, go. No, no. So, shout out to Sneaker Ball. Yep. Last year. Yeah. Nori was the host. The B Org, yes. I said Sneaker Ball. Well, yeah, Sneaker Ball. Yeah, B Org. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, she did a phenomenal job. <laughs> Thank you. She did. And uh-huh. I wasn't feeling well. I wasn't feeling well at all. But I was like, no, nah, I go out and support. And I got these new kicks, so I got one. Oh, that's what it was. And about. so I'm, uh, I am. I'm walking around because the the VIP had the other drink, so I was over there grabbing drinks. So yeah, I'm walking I did around, it, yeah. And somebody bumped into me, so you know it's not one of those one of those environments where you got kind of like look who bumped into you and get mad. <laughs> but I turned around and I was like, "Yo, who is this person that just bumped into me?" And I just I, I just like, and she because she was on a mic, she uh just kept doing that thing so i'm guessing you used to the club environment so it wasn't yeah. even nothing i was like dad you're not even gonna say excuse me i did not um <laughs> and so i go sit down find my little corner to sit down and she did a phenomenal job i believe the bill exceeded their goals they last did. year she did exactly everything that she needed to do and as they yeah. developed they, they they really uh great at fundraising and, yes. and hitting their targets and supporting the yes. kids in that particular moment I wanted to hear the music. And I'm like, yo, why she keep talking? Every time we get to that that moment, so, yo, I need you to donate. I was like, cool. I, I was like, yo, we get it, yo. We get it. We get it. Like, she's doing everything she's supposed to do. But I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Facts. Facts. Shut the fuck up, man. But, no, nah, she did everything. So, <laughs> was, chill, chill, chill. Yeah. Nah, nah, that was, that, was my, that was my first encounter <laughs> with Nori. I would like to say, yeah, it was a blip. It was a blip for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I we got goals. We gotta raise this money. And um wow. Yeah. And I was like, we, we gotta get to it. And so I think I think what I learned, you know, the difference between like hosting a regular party and hosting a a fundraiser is like you have to like kinda shout out to DJ first of all, this year, shout out to DJ Kibi. I remember being like, Kibi, turn the music off. We ain't at our goal. Kibi was like, What? I was getting ready to say that. Like, wow, she gonna sit next to the gut and not shout him out. That's crazy to me. First of all, I've shouted him out since That's we started. That's crazy. Where did Jeremy came? I you shouted. <laughs> I shouted him out since we started this podcast. <laughs> but no, like, but it's it just had just like as I'm in the zone, like DJs are in the zone. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, we got to get to this goal. And she was like, what we not gonna do is stop the music. And I love Kiwi. She's like, again, one of my favorite humans. Um. But yeah, she was like, nah, like we got to keep the music going. And I was like, we got to get this money. <laughs> so, yes, the intensity that you are referring to, I absolutely know that's the energy that I gave. Absolutely. That's what Corporate Crows just said. Nah, sis, get the, we got to get this money. Yeah. Nah, like, every, no, that's, that's how I mean, other gamers I mean, are the same way. So, yes. yeah, yeah. Like, I am really intense about wanting to hit the goal, excel the goal. Like, that's what you hired me to do is to hype people up about donating and supporting these kids. So, yeah, I don't care what's going on. Oh, you want me to stop talking? Donate. Did you donate? Donate some money. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. (laughs) Yeah, like, did you donate? Yeah, that's real life. And, yes, I'm like, oh, you donated? Do you want to donate again? (laughs) Facts. No, that's real, though, because that is what got me to donate this year. Not that I wouldn't, but at the same time, it was one of those, like, all right, 
Cause I'm I'm very much I'm, I'll do it later I'll do it later and you it, you kept just I was like all right yo fam look, yeah. give me the, where the QR code yo yeah all right thank you yo. <laughs> I would walk around with it and be like yeah because you, you had a little pamphlet I did on, yeah. I was like did you scan it did you yeah. scan it um because like that's that's what you that's what I was hired to do but that's mm-hmm. also what I want to do right um and so not only getting a chance to host a party but to participate. And know what the cause is for. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that is that is very rewarding, very very rewarding. So I'm being funny and talking about you, you talking over the music and yeah. things because we know what the intention of the event is, and we really yes. we all want to support them. Yes. We want them to be extremely successful. How do you decide which events to take? And then once you decide, how do you make sure you achieve the goals of the events that you host? Because some goals are I need everybody to get lit and have a great party. Some goals are I need to raise fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Others are I need to sell out the bar. Like yeah. I can't cover this unless we sell out the bar. You know, how how do you achieve those yeah. goals? Um, so um the the goal is to to curate an incredible experience and it not feel like work or that I'm nagging or bothering anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's uh if the goal is to sell out the bar, then we doing a lot of toast and cheers and shots. You know what I'm saying? So as a woman, I believe I look cute. Uh, I'm going to guys. I'm like, you want to take a shot? Like, we got to go to the bar. So all of the things that uh, my femininity, <laughs> I am using those things. Right. And I'm, we're going to the bar and we're taking shots because we, we got to get this bar up. Um, the other thing is like, what is the objective or goal of the evening? If it's just to have a good time, it's just to have a good time. Then I'm going to just make sure we all having a good time. So if I see someone, are we, are we taking shots again? Okay. Let's run it back. Um, if I see somebody, <laughs> if I see somebody that is, here comes the nuga nigga. the nuga nigga is here. Uh, you know, that maybe not be as engaged and mm-hmm. I'm going and I'm talking to them, I'm talking to them on the mic. I'm calling them out because I want them to feel a part. I want people to go home and be like, yo, like I got to go back. But it, and it's a variation of reasons why you have to go back. You know what I'm saying? It may be me. It may be the the vibe. It may be the DJ. I don't care what it is, but Perfect. the goal is to have um, that. um uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The recurrence. Okay. To have people to frequent. Yeah, yeah, to frequent that area. Um, so that's important. So you've you've done parties in Baltimore. You've done yeah. things in DC. Yes. And you posted in Chattanooga. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us about, and I think this is even a question uh, amongst our listeners uh, at the moment. What are your thoughts on the perceived? chivalry mm-hmm. potentially of a a southern man mm. versus what you experience of the probably the pretentious dc guy versus what you have experienced of the club music baltimore guy so ultimately the question really was that was asked what are your thoughts on baltimore men but what are you seeing as you migrate north can we okay let's take the shot cheers to baltimore men okay. cheers facto yay and two you know, amazing guys doing a podcast. Okay. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did, I have really strong. Did you taste it? I did. Um, I'm good at this. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> That's a lady. Because <laughs> she's a lady. Um, that right there. 
Elmira. <laughs> <laughs> that there is a light. <laughs> um, okay. So I have really strong feelings and opinions about Baltimore men. I have had Talk to me nice. Yeah. So I have had a really good experience in Baltimore. Um with Baltimore men. I have only dated two, but of the two, I had a good experience. Um, you know, the first situation didn't end how I thought it was gonna end, but God is good. All and he gotta time. move some people out the way to make room for what's next and better. So I'm not mad at that either. So with that being said, I enjoyed being in a club, hosting events in DC and uh, the whole DMV area, right? I think ultimately it's me. I don't. I don't think it has a lot to do with the the men. It's about what I am giving out, and and how they are receiving me. Mm-hmm. So I can't really, I you know, it's not really about what's outside of me. I can't control what's outside of me. But what I can control is what I will tolerate, what I won't tolerate, and what I have to offer. And I have a lot of love to offer. But I want it to be with the right man at the right time. And timing is everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I've had a, a pretty good uh, dating experience. Um, I've, You know, I've had some moments I was like, damn, sis, that did not go how you thought it was going to go. <laughs> but also I've had some just some really great like there's some, I'm a romantic. I love flowers and thought for gifts and all of those things and i've just met some guys that i've never dated that have listened to me and just was like you know i want to do something nice for you and sent (laughs) 20 roses to my house like that was a real thing and so i was just like okay i gave it to him because he said i want to send you something and i was like okay (laughs) and he and did he did and I was like, "Thank you." And he was—he was really nice. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you experience pretty girl privilege? Absolutely, I do. Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think my privilege is here, and it's like here. Uh, <laughs> still pretty hot, though. But. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I do. I have not all the time, but in some cases, I do. Um, and I don't take it for granted, like. <laughs> like not at all like i i definitely am like yes is this gonna work this gonna work out for you i think you have to set clear boundaries though mm-hmm. when experiencing pretty girl privilege whether that's out in the club and a dude buying drinks or whatever that is um you know you have to set like clear strong boundaries and i think once you do that and everybody on the same page and okay all right yolo And setting clear boundaries. Yes. Specifically in a club, people buying drinks, YOLO. Mm-hmm. Where did those, how do those boundaries play when you were dating? You're dating you dated those two Baltimore guys mm-hmm. or whomever you're dating. Mm-hmm. And you are in the entertainment industry. You're meeting famous people. Yeah. You're doing interviews with LMA. You are <laughs> out and about. You're hosting parties with the, the uh, DJ legends, mm-hmm. both Ciroc boy DJs for real. Like how how where those how are those boundaries being set both to comfort the one that you're dating mm. and to not lead someone on while getting them to buy drinks because I need you to sell at the bar and I'm the promoter. Yeah, so I I do think it's a delicate um, space to mm-hmm. be in. 
Um, I think what's important to, is to reaffirm to the person that I'm dating that I am only interested to you. Um, and like pull up, like come out, have a good time. Um, because if I got drinks and, I, and they're overflowing, you got drinks that are overflowing. If that's what you're comfortable with, it is really about what are you comfortable with? And we're going to talk about that beforehand because I need you to know that when I'm outside, we outside, if you, if you want to come mm-hmm. and you're, you're always welcome to come if you are my person, you know what I'm saying? And I think that openness allows the man to like feel more comfortable I think the other part is like if I'm out and I'm having a good time um, and he a guy is buying drinks, um, let's say he gets handsy and I'm like, no, like (laughs) that's not what we're doing tonight. If you want to buy drinks, you should continue because we're having a great time. But also like you got to chill, my guy, because I have a man. Ooh. Um, give me no. my money back no and and mind <laughs> you nah, you can't because she said if you want to continue to buy a drink so if you don't now now you look like a brokey and <laughs> you can't do that around a pretty girl no it looks like i want my money back as you led me to believe that you was i did not and i let you whoa 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 whoa, whoa. whoa, not whoa. Even, you got a man i led you i led you to believe First of all, I so got money. I got money. So your man so, cash at me right now. So he ain't gonna cash up you. You feeling some Somebody type of way? Cash I'll cash up you. Roger that. But mind you, run me my shit. <laughs> but mind you, I am always being very a lot of. So you know what I love? If you're not married, a lot of guys are gonna be like, "Let me prove to you that I'm better." Go on, my guy, because <laughs> you buying drinks for all of us. Um, so no matter like that's proving it. Yeah. Buying drinks for everybody. Because Fuck I've told you, because I've been, I've been very truthful. I've told you what it is. And like for whatever it is, sometimes guys are like, well, I'm still going to buy drinks for you and your friends. No mind. I'm going to text my guy. If he not here, like, all right, this is what's happening or whatever. But mo- most of the time, most of the time you shouldn't do anything you don't want to do. So if I've told you I have a man, if I told you I'm not available and you continue to buy drinks, congratulations, you played yourself because this on you. Congratulations. Your <laughs> man is texting me. I mean, he's going to cash at me my money. <laughs> no, I, you know you what? Honestly, about? I've never I've I've never had that issue. Kyle. What? I've never had that issue. All right. Because <laughs> grown people do what they want to do. And so if you're if that's something you don't want to do. By all means, stop. Will the party stop? Absolutely not. The party's gonna continue. But I mean, but I will. I will tell you this though. If if ever I'm in a situation, well, first of all, my mother has always told me never go out and get something you cannot afford. So if we running up a tab, I got this because I I can pay for that. And if you feel some type of way, it's going to get paid. But the other part of it, <laughs> the other part of it is if I got a if I got a man, I'm in the zone with my man. So it doesn't matter what you do. Like I am so locked in. I'm locked in. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. I'm Tell locked in. Get a cash at me, my bread, right now. Then don't be that guy. Shooting this shit up. Don't be that guy. Nah, listen. <laughs> no, also, also, <laughs> also, also, real stuff. Like, yeah. 
if 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 it comes down to a point where like if I'm out single, yeah, right, I'm out single and I meet a group of women, clearly the question is going to be asked up front. Like, listen, before I engage in this next drink, yeah. Are we good to keep drinking together? And don't say. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask. Like, look, are you single? Are y'all single? Who's single? Who's not single in the group? Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. Like, be upfront with that though. Yes. Because at the end of the day, like, I feel like when that is not ex, uh, this that information is not uh disclosed or, yeah. or or known about. Yeah. It puts you. It, it makes you look. It makes you kind of look. It looks weird like you know what i mean put you in a certain light like so you really out here like you out here like that or you just fake out here for your friends or you fake out here for yourself and like what are we doing because okay you know what i mean and not, not saying you per se no i i i do i do want to ask like does it make you all feel some type of way when you're buying drinks from a woman that has yeah. told you she has a man no at that point i'm out Okay. No. Like if I've already bought the drink. Not, oh gosh. No, I'm go. saying if I've already bought the drink and then it was like, oh well, you know, if then then the question is asked, well, I was like, all right, you know, respect, but we can still, I'll still maybe engage in conversation, but okay. my conversation won't be. It's different now. Yeah, it yeah absolutely. It, 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 but it, it should be. be it more, should be different because yeah. you have more information. Potentially. It'll be super so, respectful. Oh, respectful. Because. Kyle, we've been there. Everybody that got a man don't got a man. <laughs> Both literally, like they, <laughs> okay. there is no one at home, or he at home, but he home for a reason. Hold on now, don't do this. No, oh. let no, please, let's go there. Have we been there? Oh, nigga, we've been there. Oh, we've been there. They've been married, there. fam, but they ain't, <laughs> but they ain't married. Mm. I got, I got three. That's not my story, and a possible. But you got a story, so please go ahead. Nah, nah, they wasn't Angel Reese show. They was not, <laughs> was not getting the ring. Angel Reese. <laughs> Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, come on, like, yeah. come on, LSU. You no, know no, no, but I, I think sometimes you can't see me. But we can see that ring. Listen, if not I not when they turn it around. If... Lie to me, God. Lie to me, God. Howard Homecoming. Lie to me, God. I promise you, if I got a ring, everybody gonna see it. Everybody and a nah. mama gonna see my ring. Nah, that's what's I've been up. waiting a long time to get a ring. That's you. You gonna see my ring. That's you, right? Absolutely. But we experienced mm. where I was, I was wingman in it. Okay. Me and my boy, we was out there. I'm talking t- Jordan is Jordan Pippen. It was it was yeah, it, it was, was Shaq and Kobe one night, and I said, "Hey, yeah, uh, I'm Shaq and Kobe." Nah, I said, "Hey, uh, real quick, is your homegirl married?" She was like, "What?" I said, "Nah, damn all that. Is your homegirl married?" <laughs> and now, mind you. I got my back to the homegirl, but I'm talking to the friend. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. I said, your homegirl, man? She was like, what you mean? I said, yeah. It's a reenactment for me. Yeah. That's how he was doing, Cause though, because I, I was right there. I was there. Because we was into it. And I said, your homegirl, married, ain't she? She was like, <laughs> no. And I was like, she was like, well, it's complicated. Not no like, well. What? She said, well, it's complicated. I the said, first okay. no well. Boom. So we hit a spin. Mm, she spun, I remember the she spin. She spun out the spin. I remember this. She man. spun out the spin. I remember this. Went to her homegirl. Right? No, no <laughs> this is no exaggeration. Okay. Now, mind you, she got lucky because we was we was on salsa mode. We was in yeah, salsa mode. Yeah, we was on Seventeenth right? Street. So oh no! Oh no! No! Yeah, no, yeah. No, I don't no. give a damn. I can, I can I can dance by myself. It don't matter to me. Okay. She spun out the spin. Go to her homegirl. We want the band. Come back, homegirl goes, looks at me, goes, 
spent it around. Direct eye contact. Spent it around. Goes, like no one's seen it, but everyone saw it. Goes like this. So go from listen. Eye look at the guy. Goes. I said, <laughs> "Okay then." That's wild. Ray back to it. I said, "Yeah, uh, listen, baby. <laughs> what are you on? Are you are you married? Are you?" She was like, "Nah, I'm single." I said, "Yeah, that's what's up." Uh, <sighs> <laughs> what time y'all trying to get up out of here? Because yeah, it's this is not it. This ain't it. She was like, "What you mean?" I said, "This ain't it." We ain't doing that tonight. So, like, what's up? Uh, yeah, she didn't give ring a ring flipper. Yeah, she didn't give a damn. She was. She didn't give a damn. She didn't give a damn where it was coming from, who it was coming from. So y'all walked away. Nobody smashed. No. Hey, I'm just asking. Unscathed. I am. I'm very proud of you all. Okay. Okay. Hand flippers. Hands clean yeah. on this one. So, to, so to your question, um. Depend. You 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 pick you pick the you see the vibes like I do see the vibes, and you so you assess the situation like, cause you more or less can tell prior to that act that question yeah, you can tell if someone's available for the evening or not not if they have a six six figure or not if they are available for that evening or not facts. The question just helps your conscience. You know, I, I think it's important because any decision that you make, you got to live with it. No matter if you're living with it in that moment, mm-hmm. you're living with it 10 years later, you sowed that, you know, discord or whatever that you feel you participated in. So I, I think that's real important. And I think information and honesty is important. So... How did you know I was blasting this all day? <laughs> so it is... It is very important to understand what those boundaries look like. Mind you, if I talked to my man and he was like, I don't want nobody else buying you drinks, bet say less because that means I got a tab or whatever. And he may cash at me for the tab. He'd be like, what's your tab at the end of the night or whatever. But whatever our boundaries are within our relationship is what mm-hmm. I'm respecting. If he's like, I don't care if he buy you drinks, buy us drinks. Then he getting us drinks, and and it's one it's gonna be very clear. I need an extra drink because my friend need a drink, my man need a drink. Like whoever is with me needs a drink. I've, I've been that guy before, unfortunately. Like yeah, you your shot, and she like oh, I need five drinks, and one of them is for her dude. I'm like oh, oh wow, wow, Jeremy. But you ain't know because the bar be so far away. <laughs> it does. Yeah, you think, yeah. You like you know you gotta buy drinks for the crew. That's like the cost of entry sometimes. Uh huh. So I so I I think it depends. Um, nice. you know I was out. Gosh maybe a month ago and a guy was like you know i want to get y'all shots i was like oh okay i was like you want a shot my homegirl was with me she was like yeah i want a shot um long story short the bar was backed up the shot never came and he was like oh y'all didn't get y'all shots i was like mm, it's good like mm, i ain't gotta have the shot so whatever because me and her was about to get ready to go you know what i'm saying so it was just like it's just not that big of a deal i think there are some women that are like oh no i want the free drink and i'm like it's really it's really not that big of a deal because I can buy it myself if I mm-hmm. wanted it that bad. If you wanted to buy it, cool, thank you. But if not, then whatever I drink, whatever I pay for, then I'm good. Yo, the best feeling is you at the bar, you ordering your drink. You mm-hmm. could even be ordering your lady a drink. And you see somebody there, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm covering her tab too. Oh, is that a good feeling? It's a great feeling. and it's, What's the feeling? It's when, when you buy somebody else a drink and you don't even want nothing from them, like I don't even want no conversation. Like you was here, I love your dress. Have a good night. 
or you just right here. I'm like, I'm buying a drink and it's going to take too long. If you got to figure out, ring her up and ring me up. Just put it on me. Have a good night, Queen. Oh, please, Kyle. I would love your thoughts. I have none. You definitely have thoughts. No, I don't. Your face says you have thoughts. <laughs> okay, really? I have no thoughts. Is that something you've done before? That's what's up, Jay. Is that something you've done before? Wouldn't be me. Okay. So, okay. So, tell me the euphoria that you experienced from doing that. It's it's just blessing a person. It's the same euphoria of okay. you driving down the street and like, yo, homeless guy, yo, I, don't have, I know you're asking for a dollar. I only got mm-hmm. a $20 bill. Here you go. It's just, it's just to be able to bless somebody or help somebody. Like, not even help necessarily, but, yo, you wasn't expecting this. <laughs> this nigga Jeremy. What, yo? So, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, nah, yo, nah. Gotta be the smoothest nigga I've ever you seen. Like, you made. You've been there with me when I've done it. No, I have not. Boy, don't you ever I'm, put me in these allegations. Yo, at the, yo, at the, yo when it, my man would come up and he'd try and wash your car after Montego. Oh, you talking about that? Yeah, that's what you talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> come on, guy. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are funny. So, okay. So, I, I've been watching your, your podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, or listening to your, to your podcast from like... I com- I've completed episode one through like twenty one, so far. Ooh, nice, thank you. you got for, some of the good stuff. Thank, thank you. you for being consistent yeah, in, for in uh, what's it called? Listening, dedicated, listening. Yeah. dedicated, dedicated to yeah. listening. Yeah. Um how how do you think you've grown? I think the podcast started in what 2016, 2017? 2017. 16. Oh, 17, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, seventeen. You're right. Okay. Six years next next Wednesday next Thursday. So everybody, four twenty is our anniversary. So. Bam, 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 bam. Probably should put the camera on me so you can hear me talk. Um, yeah, so next Thursday we will be celebrating. Um, next Wednesday we we may be doing something out and about for the com- uh, community, right? The community. So you will see us out and about, but please uh, support us. We are accepting gifts um, because shameless plug <laughs> because I'm a baddie. So I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need to find us, you can follow us. <laughs> If you need to follow us for the audio and anything else like that, please <laughs> make sure you tune in oh, to man. WPGC 95. <laughs> camera, camera three, camera three, go. Bow. Bow. I'm done. Bow. I'm so done. Um, <laughs> yes. So I, I, I've had the opportunity to hear kind of some of your first thoughts in dating and situationships and love and relationships and this evolution um, that's taking place. Um, And I feel that you all thought like by now you would be either in very serious committed relationships or married. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like this show. Actually, this is a bad idea. I don't like this. This is not a bad idea. This is a genius idea. So, Talk to me. <laughs> you lied to me, God. I thought you. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, What'd you say? No, you said you, you you knew this was a bad idea. Rather, you knew you would be you would be in the streets. Who said that? You just you. <laughs> when did I say that? Just now. Like, hold on. You want the audio? Like, run it back. Run it back. I didn't say that. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. Okay. All right. What, what's the minute? Did mark? I say something? Let me get to the minute mark. Um, go back thirty seconds. Wait a minute. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm write it down. So that's gonna, the, that's gonna be the promo. So as you as you have grown and evolved and still are are looking for love, what do you think some of the things that some of the things are that you still need to work on? Because like some things you've got really right. Like you guys are romantics. I think you've got that really right. 
But there are some other things that you need to work on. So what are some things that could get you to where you want to be in a relationship? Yo, Nori, this uh Bourbon and Boy Shorts. It's not uh, where I Saturdays at 10. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. You know what I'm doing. You know why I'm here. <laughs> I got questions. I've been listening to this podcast for weeks. I have questions. Damn, for weeks. <laughs> yes. In my spare time, I listen. I appreciate that. So from, please. from 2017 to now, yeah. Um, what do what do I feel? Yes, that I need. Yes, to do what now? Work on to work on. What do you? What are some things you still need to work on? Because growth is a continuous process. What are some things that I need to work on? Mm-hmm. Still work on. I think my overall consistency of time management. Okay. Consistency and time management is what I need to work on. And I think uh, managing my time between uh, if the situation arises for my relationship, for work, and for my personal life. I need to make sure that consistency is there and the balance. Mm-hmm. That's all I need is balance. I need balance and consistent, Consistent balance. Consistency and balance. Time management can work itself out, but I think that's what I need. And so, I th- Go ahead. So what are you doing? To, to improve on that nothing right now okay it's just the way my work schedule set up it's it's where it is because of who i am to my organization okay and then when i'm not who i am to my organization i gotta be a father mm-hmm. and sometimes i don't really have too much time for personal but when i do have time for personal mm-hmm. and the personal is worth it Okay. You feel mm-hmm. me? Um, yes. No. Time it. Don't do that. Because whatever you about to do, Nori, okay. save it for later. I appreciate you. Huh? You know what, Kyle? So, so, You're so, good. so, You're so good. you are trying to set, <laughs> you are trying to set me up and it's not going to work in your favor? I think I'm a good listener <laughs> and often I have follow-up questions, right, but right. I would like Jeremy to ask before I ask you your follow-up question. Okay. Yeah. What do I still need to work on? Yes. I know one of the major things I still need to work on is expressing my dislikes Mm. openly and early. Not Yeah, yeah. Openly and when I feel like I dislike. Um, I know for me, what I've been working on in that area is, or probably adjacent to that, something Kyle said two two episodes ago. I can be (laughs) over-analytical. In, in dating, just who I naturally am, okay. right? So because I understand I'm over analytical, my balance to that would be, all right, let me let things progress. But what I have to acknowledge and 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 what what I have grown to do is trust my gut. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily being over analytical. It's as I look back over my life, my gut has never failed me, like never have failed me, mm. um, in anything. So when my, if my if my gut doesn't feel right, I need to trust it, right? And that's just the spirit moving in me. I need to trust the spirit. Um, so that's something I I really need to work on because I, I you know I, as I look back, I've known thirty seven minutes into the first date, nah, that's not gonna Ooh. work out, right? But I but I want to balance my over analyticalness and see where things progress. Yeah, and it just ends up in in scenarios that no one is happy. Mm. As opposed to if I listened to my gut, I was like, all right, let me just get through the sushi and move on. Okay. 
Are you ready to receive love? Genuine, unfiltered, unconditional love. Kyle, go first. Yes. And why? Because if you want love, you got to tune in to WPGC 95.5. Answer the question. (laughs) Answer the question, my guy. I am an ultimate deflector. You're good at this. Nah, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to receive love. I've prepped myself for the past two years. Okay. To, uh, and again, um, not just me prepped myself, but mm-hmm. I do have to give a, a certain somebody a shout out for. No, nah, seriously, for this. Camera okay. two. And, and it, which one is camera, camera two? two? Talk, talk, talk to um, her. Her name is Megan. Hey, Megan, girl. And she, no, real talk. I know, I know. She, uh, I know, I know. she, she has. She was a woman who actually showed me so much love that I couldn't run from it. Mm. You know what I mean. And as Talk much as any it. other woman who I've dated has tried to give me the love and and care that I so much, everybody's like, "You deserve to be this," and I'm like, hey, "Get the fuck out of here." But it's because I just, you know, I've been through some shit and. Trauma, tra- trauma, yeah. trauma, triggers. Trauma. It's, a real, it's a real thing. So yeah, so a lot of the time I fought, I fought love for a long time. When Did I you said, know you were fighting love? Fuck yeah, I okay. know. Self sabotage, all, right. all that good stuff. Ooh, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. So, but like she, when I say like it was, she, what's the word? It was a, it's a, uh, a cocoon. Mm. She like cocooned herself, you know, around me and like, nah, nigga, like this is, you need this, like you need this, you need to be loved and and like yo it's it's okay and like I, a true nurturer yeah okay. and she did that and you know wait wait is this megan from previous episodes what are you doing? no wait. what the no. fuck are you it's not that megan <laughs> no I, you're, you're thinking of miss jackson is not her no, no it's not like her. I'm, I've, Nori, I've been what okay it is not her okay you thank have not you. heard on that episode yet. thank you okay yeah. all right you my guy <laughs> no it's not <laughs> If you want to know who Megan is, tune into WPGC ninety five point five. Yo, <laughs> like first of all, that was a legitimate question. If you've heard the podcast one through twenty, it's a legitimate question. No, and it's a legitimate answer. <laughs> and I, I appreciate, I appreciate that answer. I, I really do. This nigga almost knocked the table over. No, it is no, not. Yo, he was like, Bleh. yo, yo, I'm saying. No, that's a, that's important because, yeah. mind you, I I really don't know you, so that's the reference that I have. Yeah. So when we're discussing and you say a name, which y'all actually don't yeah. say names often, mm-hmm. it's a lot of nicknames. Well, she was literally here, so it's a lot of nicknames. No, I respect, but, but so yeah, she, I I I respect that. Yeah, yeah. She she showed me she showed me what it is what it is to be loved, right? Mm-hmm. But the only thing is like. In order for me to receive that, yeah, I have to love myself first. Yes, right. Ooh, you better talking. Yeah. So when that actually took place, and we had to, you know, part ways, and it was more me. I was like, "Look, you are wow. You are what every man dreams of having, or or every man that is ready to be loved. You are every. You were what everybody deserves." Mm-hmm in a woman right mm-hmm. and i'm just not deserving of this yet 
of you yet. Really, Kyle? I swear to God. And we had a long. That's hard. And let me tell you something. That it was, is hard. What's the Chris Brown song? <laughs> it's never yeah, right I knew that. to say goodbye. I knew that's what you were thinking. Nah, it, that's it what just, I was thinking. It was just. It was really that moment. It was yeah. whatever love song you could think. Whatever breakup to makeup song, breakup song you yeah. could think of. It was that moment. Hmm. And once, um, once we parted ways, and it was it wasn't good. But once we parted wow. ways and I I had to like spiritually find myself, I had to spiritually like break out, break away from the, all the negativity mm-hmm. and trauma and shit that mm-hmm. I held on to. And I had to talk with my brothers and they, you know, all of that stuff that I went through. Yeah. And this is the, excuse me, the end of like 21. And once I got through all of that and I realized I was like, damn, like I was really blessed with mm. Not just a woman, but women who who God probably placed in my life. Like, yo, it's Absolutely. okay, bro. Like, please, here's here. Yeah. And I was yeah. fucking up, and he's like, "All right, look, <laughs> okay." Because <laughs> clearly, you're not. You're not getting you're it. Not getting it. So <laughs> here. A little push, push. Yeah, he's like, here. Here's another one. That's real life. And I'd be like, yeah, nah. Sorry, God. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be the tough one. All right. So here, take this one. How about that? Okay. But nah, this is something just, mm. this isn't really mm. working for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like, yeah. yeah. And he didn't bless me with with some ones where I've been like, ain't no way, God. Come on now. Come on now. They all, they all tens. Bruh. They all wives. Mm. Like real shit. They, they all wives. In the bro. last six years, I've never dated anything less than a ten. Yeah. Fight me, Kyle. Fight me. No, okay. So neither have you. I've been here with you. Neither have you. Fight me, Kyle. Fight me. <laughs> no, so I, I I think that's important to recognize, right? Because I I have dated guys that have been so complimentary mm-hmm. of who I am, how I move, how yeah. I love on them. Why is that work now? They were not at a place to receive me but also let me tell you how good god is if it's not for me i don't want it i don't care how because i've dated some amazing people that were not my like you not my person though mm-hmm. and so Same. i think a lot of times that's really hard to process it's really hard to deal with because you're like why are you so dope why are you so amazing like the physical the the mental now there's always a piece of the puzzle that don't quite fit that you want to overlook and you're like i can work around that what's one of those pieces you overlooked (sighs) okay so so for me a man having a very personal relationship with god um someone that i dated it just it just didn't match up and he was just like you know i believe x y and z and i was like okay but like is jesus your lord and savior like what like what's happening and um it just didn't align and like i in my mind i'm like oh i i can get past that but truly i don't want to get past that i i don't like i want to be able to talk to you about the amazing things that god is doing in my life preach and not feel like you don't get it or that you can't receive it or that you're not you know open to what that blessing looks like like i don't want to hide that it's important to me um 
and like it's a very personal situation and if i let you in on my personal relationship with god and you let me in on your personal relationship with god oh my god i think it's beautiful and a, and a privilege and we just didn't have that and I, I, I really, because he was such a dope person, like, I really wanted to, oh, he cared for the community, like, he has a heart for kids. Like, again, all of these great qualities, and ultimately, I was like, you know what, I get it. I, I It's okay. It hurts. I cried in the car. Um, but it's okay that it, that it didn't work out, because I need you. I want you to find the person that can best love you, but I also want to find the person that can best love me. So I really understand what you're saying when you like, you received all of these wonderful women, but if that's not your wife, you got to move. Like what Tara said, you got to move out the way so she can get mm, her husband. Right. And also you can get your wife. That is a perfect fit for you. And that's, and that's, you know, what's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You ever? I don't know if everybody's ever seen this movie, but it's a uh, this this movie called Good Luck Chuck. Oh, I think I have. And I really feel like that was like me. Okay. And it's like every so-called woman and wife that I've been with, mm-hmm. they left me, and next thing you know, they engaged, mm-hmm. and it's like, damn! I was like, wow. I got a few of them. And exactly. a lot of them, a lot of them will come back and be like, yo, like because of you, I was able to like change my way of dating, and I'm like, yo, that's that what's shit up. still hurt. <laughs> And low key, I'm gonna tell you something. Because I was so like, mm. like ice boxed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. was like, yo, that's what's up. And I would just act like it nothing. But I'm like, damn, like Mm-mm. knowing that that could have been me. Yeah. But I chose, <laughs> but you chose otherwise. You um, played yourself. No, nah, nah, I, I did. <laughs> I no, nah, nah, but you nah, keep it at a buck. Like, yo, yeah. I definitely played myself. And I'm like, damn, like, you could have really. This could have been your life. Yeah. This could have been yeah. your life. That could have been your life. But then a lot of the times you really look like, well, I didn't give myself a fair chance. And I know that mm. I'm not fully where I need to be mentally and emotionally, just life-wise. Yeah. I don't want to put, and I always think about it like that. I don't want to put nobody else through no bullshit because, yeah. yeah, you know, people are like, well, I sound like, you know, my bullshit is your bullshit. But I, at the same time, it's like, yo, listen, my bullshit is carrying. I don't carrying, want your bullshit neither. Yeah. A lot of That's times, lot. I don't, I feel like my bullshit is, you know, just so, I, I would say for me, it's embarrassing because it's like, mm-hmm. yo, I don't, as a man, you feel like you, don't even want to expose that side of yourself because you should be a certain way or be mm. at a certain place in your life and mm-hmm. if you're not there and it's the woman that is thriving and you're not it's like yo I can't compete with that I don't want to compete with that and mm-hmm. I don't want people around you to feel like you're downgrading yourself to you know lift me up and I don't want that so listen mm. peace out I want to talk about that Kyle in a few not this week but maybe in two or three weeks mm-hmm. I want to talk about that that thing what you just said okay um as we kind of stay on track jeremy mm-hmm. um so the question that kyle answered he really thank you for being vulnerable and Not very transparent about the oh yeah i got notes um are you ready to receive love no okay um i am open to receiving love um and i've resolved and had to sit with it and realize yo i'm not re- ready to receive love and because i know i'm not ready I am pushing myself to be like, yo, just, just see what it feels like. 
And it comes from that, once again, from two weeks ago, I've really been sitting on what Kyle said. I was like, yo, I, I really overanalyze mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. And Chris uh, put it in here. I think Lynn was talking about it too. Linda was talking about it as well. Certain things you got to take it to God and let him, Absolutely. let him figure it out. And that's why I'm like, yo, I'm not ready for it, but he is. So I need to take these things to God first. Okay. Right. And then listen for the answer. Um, and that's what I resolved because I'm like, I'm never going to make the move. I'm never going to take that leap. But if you tell me, yo, take the leap, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump as high and hard as I can. Um, so it's not it's, it's not me being ready for it. It's me being open to it and listening for it. So when you're waiting and, and want to listen mm-hmm. for God, wh- what is that process like for you, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah. About feelings, I'm not familiar with feelings. I'm not comfortable with. Yo, what is this? Mm-hmm. This is what I know you have for me. This is what I know you want for me. Make it plain and clear. Give me a plain and clear sign mm-hmm. that is undeniable that this is what you want me to do. Ooh, let's talk about this this week. Twice this week, I'm in the car. I'll share. I'll be transparent. Like I have, I have a prayer routine in the morning. I have a prayer routine when I wake up. I have a prayer routine in the shower. I have a prayer routine in the car. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a car Going through my prayer routine And I'm praying for For that actually I'm praying for like Lord You know Open my heart Give me clear And definitive sign mm-hmm. And at that exact moment My phone does a thing That only And I look at my phone I'm like really God And it was like it, 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 And I don't believe in coincidence coincidences mm-hmm. so it was so so much a coincidence that is only only could come from the lord and that was like the answer and me being me the <laughs> next day i'm like yo but i need another sign <laughs> like yo i know you put me in a well lord, give me a sign but give me another hey, sign yo. that confirmed the sign from yesterday hey, fucking yo that'd be a max bro hey yo god <laughs> I'm being, yo, if I'm being, being fully transparent. No, yo, please. Yo, go ahead. So I'm like, yeah. yo, give me another sign. And okay. He, but here the thing, he loved me so much, he gave me another sign. And I'm still Wait, like, what, but, what was the second sign? I don't even, I, that, that's between he and I. Okay. But it, it was still another sign. In a, I'm nosy, God. I know. In <laughs> a manner that he and I will only understand, in a manner that, yo, you have to see this because I know your steps throughout the day. So you're going to come across this. Okay. And so, like, you know, of course, today I'm like, yo, I need another sign. Behind, so, yeah. so. You asked again for I, another I mean, sign? I mean, yo, I think you was in the, Jonah was in the well like three times, right? So. I mean, it was three days. He <laughs> yeah. was in the belly for three days. Yeah. Uh, but my thing is, why you keep playing with God? Like I don't be playing not, with him, yo. He know, I be like, yo. It's a little jump rope. It's a little. Nah, fam, it's not double jump. I mean, not double judge. I, mean, I was definitely thinking double judge. I know you were. <laughs> Yeah. But I, but I, and I, even yeah, in that, true. it was like, yo, I heard you and I know this is you and I'm still nervous. I'm still trying to get through this. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I talked, I talked to him like I talked to you, Kyle. Like, yo, I, I believe this is what you're saying. Like, I'm, I give now I'm praying for the courage and the discipline mm. to follow through. Mm. The thing I need to follow through with. I'm like, yo, God, you made me this way. You, 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 you <laughs> added up to some of my life experiences that make me this human. Like, come on, get me through this. Um, it's not. I had some salacious stuff. I wasn't even trying to get this deep right now. 
it's very it's very deep but again i think that's what i enjoy about this podcast right so it's it's one thing when someone says hey you should listen to my podcast it's another thing when you actually listen to their podcast yeah you know how many people ask me to listen to their stuff on a regular basis everybody and i'm just like yeah i'm good fam. <laughs> like yeah no um but i i'm gonna tell you something that i enjoy thoroughly um about you all's podcast with all of the shenanigans you all start off with a prayer so when I listened and I heard like, okay, a prayer, I was like, I'm definitely not listening for two hours, but you know, I'll give it a run. Yeah. And two hours later, it was the end and it was going <laughs> to another episode and I was confused. I was like, what did you find the time? Um, and <laughs> because literally it, it takes time and intention to listen to podcasts, uh, whether you like podcasts or don't like podcasts. Right. So instead of listening to my favorite song, I find myself listening to this podcast or instead of watching TV and I love TV, I'm listening to this podcast while I'm working, um, or even in a car, I'm listening to this podcast and I'm like, it can't be that good. But it's really good. <laughs> it can't be that good. Damn. Can't be this good. But it, it, it's it's really really good. And so with that being said, Kyle. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed that sometimes towards love, you have a nonchalant disposition. And so I want to know how has that affected your dating? Because I feel like women say that to you or have said that to you like i need more from you i need more feelings more emotion i need to know that you're as vested in this as i am Mm -hmm. and how have you grown to be not nonchalant because you can't be the same person you were in 2017 nori the feds yo my bad yo i I ain't mean to bring popo in i have have a question for you nori i have an answer i'm gonna answer, answer, answer question with a question why are you in my business? Because yo, Nori the Fez, yo, guys. Why are you in my business? I'm about to give it a housewives and throw the red wine. So, <laughs> first of all, this is a Nori Nori exclusive. If I had, if I had beep, a Because, <laughs> okay, let me, let me tell you why I care. No, no, real talk. What's up? What's up? I, I care because when you started this podcast, there was a goal in mind, right? For Both me. of you, you. You and Jeremy. And the goal was to have these conversations that you would have anyway, mm-hmm. but to have them in public on a public platform. Right. Right. Which we are doing. Yes. Okay. And so with that being said, which means you are open to questions. It's emotional as fuck. That's crazy. To, <laughs> to not scrutiny, but to opinions yeah. and to open dialogue. And so as I've listened to early episodes not even to the episodes now to early episodes the recurring theme with women that you have dated that have been on this podcast has been you are too nonchalant so i have to know how did you process that and how have you grown (laughs) i didn't realize i was that nonchalant very and i well I think how I've grown from that is that when when I do get the opportunity to date, mm-hmm. um, now I'm very intentful. Okay, intention. I I, I am intentful. Okay. I have dated 
Because you've dated some wives that weren't your wives, but they've been. <laughs> they were somebody's wife. Yeah, somebody. They are somebody's wife. Facts. Um. Definitely intentful now. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not as nonchalant. I'm. Yeah. I'm just. I think I'm just more intentful. Okay. Um, okay. I think that's one of the, the root words we could use. I. I. Am making sure that. If it's for me, it's for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm making sure, I mean, I can tell. You know, you can read, like, if it's for me, it's for me. You like, can. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of times, you know, sometimes if it's somebody you meet and it's just, you know it's not going to be nothing, and you can tell within the conversation, uh, whether it be text messages or phone conversation, where it's going to be hitting on, then mm-hmm. it's like, all right, then I can just be like, all right, it's whatever, because it's how she carrying it, it's how I'm carrying it. Mm-hmm. And I don't really got to worry about this too much but when there's like intentful intentful effort and i'm gonna say this just for men as well like we like intention we like intentful women as well yeah absolutely um i will say this i feel like women are going to be more intentful first than men are mm-hmm. and there has to be the right type of woman to pull intention out of you mm-hmm. mm. and uh tnt diva said asked in there she said well what what makes you know what makes you know it worth it and i think that what makes it worth it is we we spoke earlier me and you um, we did. and we were talking about just how organic relationships happen mm-hmm. um i don't always want to feel like if i meet somebody it has to be like job interview type yeah. questions and job yeah. interview type dates and i want to know that i want to feel like we've already been here before you know what i mean i want it to be as comfortable as possible i want it to be as open and free as possible like if we talking if we talking and you know you cuss or you you know we make jokes and we can finish other sentences and we just certain similarities and joking and mm-hmm. uh you know talking you know uh, what's it called playful banter, banter. yeah yep. banter if, yep. if, if that's hitting i feel like those those some of those first date job interview questions don't need to be had we're just enjoying the night going on adventures like, going on adventures yeah, going i on like adventures. that yeah, going on adventures okay. like even, even if we start here tonight it's like yo so i honestly don't want the night to end but what are you doing well, you want to want to roll with me somewhere real quick mm-hmm. and if she's down she's down i mean you know we understand work schedules are work schedules but if she's down and she's just along for the adventure and she's having a good time in the mm-hmm. adventure then you can kind of see where things are going to be yeah um going forward uh, and I and I just I just say that you know with me like in, in being intentful now versus the the quote unquote intent that I was displaying back then is definitely uh, mm. heightened a lot. Okay. So like when I do meet somebody and I've been definitely taking my time on the dating scene and I've mm-hmm. been you know I mean if I meet somebody like cool I like this this mm-hmm. is what I like all right let me focus here yeah and this whole trying to what I was trying to do was juggle women oh, i'll be honest oh yeah i was trying to juggle I was yeah trying to, that was the sentence i was trying to juggle and i was like juggling's not fun anymore mm. i'm 30 bro you can't be juggling <laughs> in the 30s because these women like really are about their shit yeah they, 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 they on their shit now yeah. you can't do you can't have the same game at 25 and bring it to the 30s it's just not going to work mm-hmm. so a lot of things i've you know what what's so it you put the toys away and you got to 
put those old things away and just just be yeah. more intentful. And if you're okay. somebody that you feeling, when I was a child, yeah. I thought as a child. Yeah. yeah. When I when I became a man, I put away childish facts. Yeah. And once you feel somebody that you know you can give that full attention to, you give it to them mm. until either the cup runs over, the cup runs out, or you want to refill your glass. And that's where I'm at right now. So. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, thank you for sharing that because I really, that was a question that was like lingering mm-hmm. that, that I wanted to know. Yeah. Jeremy, so you have been very vulnerable and transparent uh, on the podcast. How has your vulnerability on the podcast translated to your dating life? Hmm. On WPG 95.5. <laughs> Can I shoot the gun too? Better check with corporate. Yeah. I mean, I asked. I mean, I, I mean, I shot it, but I. Yep. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Yep. Please, <laughs> no, please no, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> How is it translated with, with with in my dating life? Yeah. Um. I have begun to have very, for me, difficult, mm-hmm. in reality necessary conversations with people mm-hmm. i have um shout out to the prayer i've started to create boundaries mm-hmm. with certain people and to those difficult conversations for some people i just created the boundary some people i've spoke about the boundary so i probably need that eh, maybe need to have conversations um but it has made me think about i think the transparency really has made me think about what do I truly want? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? And believe that I am deserving of it. Mm. Is that deserving of love? Deserving of attention, affection? Like what All is- of the things. Okay. Love, attention, affection, mm-hmm. quality time, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the love languages? Uh, the, all of them. I okay. mean, the ones that apply to me. Because some people, all five apply to them for me. Acts of service are good. Mm-hmm. They're icing on the cake. They won't. They won't create the meal. Mm. Um, physical touch, quality time for me creates the meal. Mm-hmm. The other ones are icing on the cake, sprinkles even. Yeah. Um. So is that and really saying, hey, to Kyle and I's point earlier, like we've dated ten, since I'm since we met each other, we've been dating tens. And you can date tens and they not be your person. Absolutely. So the Lord has shown me as I, as, I, as I've looked back over my life, like, oh, I can provide you a wife. I need you to tell me, the Lord talking to me, mm. what wife do you want? Mm. And so being like, all right, this is what I want. And watch the Lord provide it. So as I wrap this interview, because I feel like I've taken over your podcast, um it's all good how do, how do you feel seen how do i feel seen what what does that look like for you Ooh, i know i know because i know what it felt like when i didn't feel seen when i feel heard two in these tying together and they're, they're completely different and they tie when i feel heard and when i feel understood three things let's go three when i feel heard when I feel listened to, when I feel understood, I feel seen. And that's not 
Meaning you agree with what I said, mm-hmm. like what I said, but you hear it what I said. You took you took the time to listen to what I said, and you put in the effort to understand what I said, how I feel, what I'm doing, why this is something is important to me. I feel seen, and I've realized when you talk about the transparency, that 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 also mean, meant I needed to be transparent with myself. Mm. It is extremely important for me. Two things are extremely important. First, it is extremely important for me to feel heard, to be seen, right? We all want to be seen. Yeah. And for me, being seen is being heard. Like, I need to be be able to be heard and understood, Hmm. right? And then, secondly, how you handle me when you're upset with me Hmm. is extremely telling. Therapy tells me, Jeremy, that's because of how you were raised, how when you got in trouble, you could not speak your mind or explain that you have this misunderstood. This is what transpired. Right. So it's working through that, but also understanding, oh, that's where that need to be understood comes from, was from a place of how you were reared growing up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it's not necessarily a good or bad thing. It is just a thing. And understanding that is like, oh, all right, well, you want to be heard and understood. Not liked, not necessarily uh, agree with. Mm-hmm. As long as you understand where I'm coming from, we can disagree and it's cool. Mm-hmm. And you put in a show that effort. So that's what I got for you. Thank you. I, I really uh, appreciate that. I think a lot of times it's it's not as easy for men to vocalize their thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. and i think that's why this podcast is so refreshing for me because i really do feel like we have two black men that are saying this is this is what i need and this is what adds to my happiness or benefits my life um and a lot of times we ignore that voice and so i I think that's why this podcast is so important and, and so relevant um kyle Please, how do you feel seen? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. I haven't. I haven't worked. I haven't got to that that page or chapter yet to to feel like how I want to be seen. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that. I think maybe just presence. Yeah. Overall, just presence. Like if if I. If I'm here, you know what I mean? Let me know that you see me or let me know that I'm. Do you like acknowledgement? I don't. And that's the thing. I don't know. Okay. I just honestly. That's very fair. I that's honestly fair. just don't know. I okay. don't know how I want to be seen. I don't even know if I want to be seen at all sometimes. Mm. Speak God. I think. Who was it? Rakim. That was like, it's not about the spotlight, but the light. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's. Yeah, I don't think I want to be. Sometimes I don't want to. I really just feel like I don't want to be. Being seen doesn't really do anything for me. Sometimes I don't really necessarily like the whole. I get what you're saying when you ask that. Yeah, because it's not about. Yeah, it's not about the whole seeing you, but it's about the right person at the right time seeing you. But just knowing if I'm uh, in in that personal, intimate sense. Mm hmm. Um,. I, I I still don't know. I think it's just a matter of like, if I'm there, I'm there. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, you know that I'm there. But that could probably be an answer that I have to dig into some more and, you know, look within myself. But, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, it's 1130. I'm going to just say that. This conversation feels really good and very refreshing. It's, it's so very refreshing. Not get... We got to save some for <laughs> Keep going. Right. I guess I got to come back. <laughs> All right, two things, God. Two things. Um, I want to I wanna hit this chat, then we're going to get out of here with that. With, 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 with what it does okay they're asking for us to define what it is what a 10 is what our definition what our definition of a 10 is Ooh, i um, like that that's a that's a you good one jump in this first or i can jump in this first mm, hold on all right while you do that i got an idea <laughs> not an idea all right so for me a 10 is wait is it a 10 or intent a ten. What is? I was saying Kyle and I have dated a lot of tens. Maybe oh, only 10. tens. A ten. Yeah. yeah, one zero. That's the accent. T-N- it took me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> T-N- yeah, I'm a southern girl. T-E-N, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, a ten is maybe well, in no specific order. A woman who takes pride in her appearance. Mm. Um, it's not about being dolled up, but you can tell. Excuse me. She has taken pride, time, intention, effort, and in how she presents herself to the world, appearance-wise. A, a, for me, a ten has a phenomenal personality. Once again, everything I'm, everything I say is subjective, mm-hmm. but the personality is very engaging. Is very, very light, very traditional feminine, very um, open. Uh, op- is open to jokes, open to the environment, not taking herself too seriously. Uh, for me, uh, a ten is somebody that has some dope things going on, dope career, dope ideas, dope initiatives, dope volunteering things, like really just involved in creative and unique ways that are very interesting. Um, a ten has a has a a beautiful family structure, and it doesn't mean a perfect family structure because we all have situations with parents and aunts and uncles, but there's something familial about that person, and they have like some. You can tell that even. If it's one family member, they all in with that family member. Because once again, we all have unique family structures. But the family that they they do rock with is real Mm -hmm. type of thing. Like a 10 is someone you have natural flowing conversation with. It's effortless. It's refreshing. It is. It's that thing that makes you say, "Hmm, I enjoyed that," or it's that thing that's like, "Wow, we've been on the we've been on the phone for eight <laughs> hours." Mm. Like, yo, fam, eight hours. <laughs> Gotta go to bed. <laughs> nah, yo, we've been on the phone eight hours. It's only six thirty in the afternoon. Like, we still got time to talk. Like, we just been on the phone. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. ten energy for me. 10 energy is like, yo, 
I know you ain't eat because you've been ripping and running. Like, where you at right now? All right, boom. Yo, Chick-fil-A on the way. That's 10 energy, yo. 10 energy is, yo, good luck on your job interview. Send me your resume. Oh, well, I, 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 I saw you misspelled these words. Well, I think you should put this. That's 10 energy. 10 energy is, oh, I know you, I know, I know you taught yourself how to DJ, yo. Here, I, yo, you want to, you want to DJ this birthday party? You want to do, do this gig? That's 10 energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. It is. That's 10 energy is like, yo, I know, I know you like talking on the mic and you want to meet famous people. Like, they ain't super famous, but you want to, you want to, you want to do this birthday party for this local boxer? That's 10 energy. 10 energy like yo I'm going to feed the homeless mm-hmm. yo 10 energy like yo can you help me set up for this event that's 10 energy it's just comforting and refreshing subjective yeah that's what I got for you <laughs> what's up God nothing <laughs> <laughs> what oh my 10 yay what's, what's your 10 it's about to be real corny, yo, but... It's not corny. Nah, be that guy, God. It's not corny. Be that guy, God. We probably are like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think a 10... So my definition of 10 is a woman who's effortlessly, effortlessly, like, beautiful mm. inside and out, right? And when I say that, like, when you... There's women that you physically meet and you're like, damn. Mm-hmm. I see you, right? I see you. But yeah. then when you get to talking to him, you're like, damn. Like, wow. Like, you are really beautiful. And then there's, mm. there's just, it's, I'm all about energies. I'm an energy guy. And I, I attract, I'm attracted to so many women. You know, I've come across so many beautiful women, but mm. the energy that matches it, is what's is what makes them sometimes what what puts those tens at at a ten. Um, when a woman is effortlessly herself, effortlessly herself, and unapologetically herself, like that's what sticks out to me. Mm. Like a woman that doesn't try to go out of her way to uh, be seen. You know what I mean? Because I'm all about. I don't really like to be seen. You know, let's say publicly, right? Publicly, I'm kind of de- depending on the right mood and the right amount of drinks I can I can be that guy but if I'm not really drinking drinking like that I'm not really that guy um I think a woman who just gives that common balance and a woman who's just really like just has it all like I and I can't explain it because every woman is different every mm-hmm. woman that I've seen is different black mm-hmm. women in 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 its in in its own like from hair to eyes to lips to personality Everything, every woman that I've seen is different. And I think that's what makes all these these different women that I've experienced. Nobody was the same, mm. but all of them were tens. Yeah. Because they checked off some, they gave me something that I've never experienced before. Or they gave me something that either was familiar and I've missed. But because it was them, it wasn't from somebody else. It was from them. That's what made them a ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because they maybe have shared some things with me, or it may or help me experience some things. That's what made them attend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because they allowed 
me to be who I was supposed to be for them and reach my reach a certain potential with them, that's what makes mm-hmm. them a 10. So everything is everything is just not about physical um, and sexual. It's just about what they can pull out of me that makes me want to be a better me. Yeah. So that's what makes all of those women who I've dated and seen, they made me step up. And a woman that can make me step up me, I know that there's something special. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. Those are my tens. We've really got to like start wrapping this shit up. So listen, all I'm saying is, if you were standing on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, not just playing. <laughs> no, for real. You know how y'all do, and you know what I'm saying it's a whole, uh, it's you know, a million people of of real women in the audience. What is the question that you would like to ask her uh, if you were standing on the steps? Uh, maybe I can help you with that. No. <laughs> You can't. <laughs> you can't. If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> you really understand <laughs> where this question has come from and how I've been waiting on this moment to take over. No, I'm just playing. See, I might need 12s instead of 10s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, I deserve a 12. <laughs> Raise the goalpost. No, I, I really, I, I, man, I thoroughly enjoy you. Uh, in this podcast and you know it's uh, really appreciate you for real yeah i've had okay. so much fun i, I do have a final you know. question for nori though oh for me yeah let's go all right so you 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 work in dc yeah you parlay in dc live in dc yeah you've been to the african-american museum of history and culture you've even taken a picture next to like the waterfall that helps to resolve <laughs> after you've seen the slavery portions right yes all right, so imagine, so you, you you went to the top, you're leaving out of the museum. Mm-hmm. They're like, Nori, Nori, oh my gosh, we listen to you every Saturday, 10 to 2 on WPGC, 95.5. Not y'all saying it together. It's the unison for me. Okay. And they're like, Nori, can you please, please, there's this random group of people. They need inspiration. They need someone to talk to Come talk to them. So they come grab you by the arm. They put you in front of the microphone just like this. Okay. It's a podium. Mm-hmm. And you look out. Mm-hmm. It's a sea of people. <laughs> it's a sea of black people. You're like, oh, my gosh, this is too easy. Yo. This is, I'm Nori, y'all. Okay. But you look closer. Kyle, she looks closer. <laughs> it's a look. <laughs> but the people look familiar. <laughs> Differing hair, di- differing hairstyles. I got green speeds. You made it. But you look closer. No, sir. But seriously, Nori. Nori, you look closer. You look closer, and through the hairstyles, through the outfits, you look. Yes. And it's a million people, mm-hmm. but it's a million women. Okay. And it's a band. It's the real. It's the Million Women March. But this is this is a unique crowd. These are a million versions of you. You're in the multiverse, right? And each each person is a per, uh, is is you mm-hmm. in a different period prior to now. So it's you from a week ago. It's you from ten years ago. It's you from three minutes ago. It's you. It's a million yous. What is the thing you ask yourself? That you can now answer. She thought she was gonna answer <laughs> our question. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, y'all. Yell <clears throat> and it messed up the audio. I apologize. Um, the question that I would ask myself. 
I would. Uh, <laughs> I would, I would, um, mm, I would ask myself to take my time. I, I would, I would, I, I guess I would ask myself or tell, tell myself that you're going to be okay. This too shall pass. Um, that, that's what I would tell myself because life be life in me. What would you ask yourself though? <sighs> would I ask myself? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I'll make it easier. What do you ask? 14 what do you ask 14 year old nori not tell her what do you ask her as 14 year old nori you know i'm not stumped often (laughs) i i am a little stumped uh as to what i would i know what i would tell myself but what would i ask myself 14 year old nori gosh Okay, I would ask myself, I would ask myself, <laughs> shit, <laughs> Kyle, okay. why are you laughing? Because I'm tripping. Camera three, go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I am really stumped. She I'm, thought she studied for the test. I did. I I really you couldn't have told me this would be the question. The fuck? <laughs> what would I ask myself? <laughs> you you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I would ask my. I know what I would tell myself a million times over. <laughs> but what would I ask myself? I would. I would probably ask myself, like, are you okay? Because, like, gosh, uh, oh, gosh, what would I ask myself? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answers, Jeremy. I don't have the answers. Definitely don't have all the answers. I don't have the answer. I don't. That's what you get for trying to interrupt the show and our flow. You just play along, but you didn't want to play along. So, you know, I'm. It's all good. This is. This is good. You did a good job. (laughs) I'm proud of you. (laughs) I I am. Cause did I imagine that I would be? <laughs> I that I would be stumped? I yeah, I know. Absolutely not. Well, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for having me. Um, Ray, wow. Ray, Ray Wine, Jeremy is undefeated. You're good. This is good. Actually, great. So this has been another. <laughs> <laughs> This has been another Bourbon no, and Breakthroughs on uh, WPGC This 95.5. is Bourbon and Breakthroughs. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Fact, you about to get camera three, Kyle. She's lost camera three now. Really? Okay. You know so what? So listen, Nori, how I'm can they find it. you? Yes, yes. How yes. can they find you? Give them all the details on how can they find you. <laughs> <laughs> not tomatoes, Chris. No. <laughs> wait, wait. Chris throwing tomatoes. Oh, you know, um, you can find me at it's Nori Nori 
at I-T-S-N-O-R-I-N-O-R-I. That's my website. It's norinori.com. I have some really dope people that I've interviewed recently. Um, so those interviews live there. We didn't but even also, get to LMA. We talk, maybe, child, you DJing <laughs> after the fact? When it be done? We done, done? It's been a, it's been a night. Bro, I can play a little. Bit. I'm, I, I'm not asking you to. I'm asking no, you, what are you gonna do? I can. I don't. All right, all right. We we we'll talk about some of your interviews on the after um, show. Yes, yeah, so I've had some some really uh, great interviews here lately. WPGC ninety five point five uh, Saturdays from ten a.m. to two p.m. You can catch me filling in for the Good Morning Show, filling in for the Midday Shenanigans. Um, that's where I uh, fill in a lot. Um, but also, I have some really great things that are coming up. I have a uh, telecommunications companies so if you need internet or cell phones or um home uh security systems uh if you need um identity protection services i offer that uh also i'm working with children i have an animation and a book coming out this fall um and so i'm really excited to partner with some schools and to showcase that as elementary age um students so like uh third grade to fifth grade um, but I, it's it's going to be really exciting to, to work with these young people and to see where their imagination takes them. And so um, I cannot believe Jeremy stumped me on this podcast. Okay, that lives in infamy now. <laughs> this is the bourbon breakthrough. <laughs> I heard that. Okay, bourbon breakthrough. <laughs> Like she's really befuddled, y'all. Look at her uh, twisting the cord. She's genuinely befuddled. I'm done. She's bu- befuddled, but love it. <laughs> no, nah, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, for, uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate nah, we, we you. Enjoy this. I appreciate you uh, for having me, and I'm really glad that we like met and uh, I was able to nah, be yeah, here. This was a great time. Great Doctor like. yeah. Doc, T said, "Thank you, Nori. Just follow you. I adore you. Thank you." Thank you, sis. I'm gonna follow you back. B&B takeover. They they love the B and B takeover. So you may have to come back. It was definitely like a takeover. I got a chance. To, Shout out to, to Dr. Uh, Tara Davidson. She's yes. coming back the first Thursday in May. Oh, she's amazing. I can't yes. wait to watch. So we we I think we need to have you back because they I think they enjoyed us being interviewed. So we'll because we'll, I got questions. I got more. We'll give we you, wrapped it up, but we'll, I got more. We'll we'll start with your questions. We'll give you an episode of your questions. <laughs> It's enough of that. Shit. We'll even do fan mail. So yeah, we'll do fan mail. We'll let people send you some fan mail, yes. and you'll ask the questions of yourself and of the fans. No, yeah, yeah. For us. I would love to do a Q and A. Like that, that would be amazing. Kyle, so. can we do a Q and A for my birthday, y'all? And then if you, and then if we got time, we can, uh, you can check us out uh, on the midday shenanigans at WPGC ninety five point five. Yes. I can't wait to tell poet. Oh my god! And after midday shenanigans every Saturday ten to two p.m. WPGC, you can yes. catch Nori Nori. <laughs> Get your shout outs. I have some really amazing interviews coming up. I cannot wait. I can't tell you yet, but I cannot wait to share them with you. But we are putting on for Baltimore, and I'm so excited for what's coming out of this city. And so get ready. Word. Thank you. We're going we gonna to rock out a little bit. We're going to uh, vibe out a little bit. We're going to talk some of your interviews. I really want them to understand about your LMA. We want to shout that out. Yeah. Get on Nori's page, um, <laughs> Instagram, website. We're going to talk about that. I want to sh- want you to share LMA. Is this that we about to get into the after show? We're going to do we gonna do a little bit of after show. Okay. So we got about 10 minutes of after show we can do right now. Oh, bet. I'm, I'm um, everybody, uh, shout out to Chef French, uh, French Toast Connection. I have she- to go. Yeah. French aid. So yeah, I, I so saw. Um, May fourteenth is her French, uh, her brunch cruise. But 
Up until Ooh. May 9th, she's collecting purses filled with toiletries. I said shoeboxes. I meant to say, should have said purses filled with shoeboxes. Um, initially, she wanted to collect 30. Um, someone said they'll donate 30. So let, let's oh, wow. far surpass the 30. I got some stuff. I got so some stuff. So a purse filled with toiletries. Like, like get fancy with it. Yo, you know me. Everybody hates me. But yo, get fancy. Yo, give you a Telfair. What is it? Telfair? Telfair? Bag. Give give a fly bag with some toiletries. Okay. Yo. I'm sorry. Nah, yo. I'm not mad after at show, that. After show, after show, I get into my soapbox. Yeah, let's but, go. Uh, Kyle, any, anything else we need to say? No. Good night, nigga. Good night. Good night. I love you Damn. too, yo. And as always, love life, life and libations. I've been waiting for... Don't leave me out. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just grab your glass? How sad, it's so sad, how sad, that so all sad.